0: Um, so, today, welcome to the Boardman podcast. We have Spencer Fearon. Welcome.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, my God. He
1: that's can't terrible. Do it in the snow. <laughs> no, right. right. Spencer. <laughs> <you're much laughs> Bro, you want to cut that shit? <laughs> <laughs> I just keep with I'm be introduced. Always introduce as the knowledge.
0: Always, always. I was gonna say always. I was gonna say aka <laughs> the knowledge. But,
1: but you didn't know, no, no, Jay. Come on, mean, Jay. No. Come on, come on. Okay, I'll give you another go. No, carry on, keep on filming. Like, just like <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I just want people to know. okay. <laughs> Disrespect, you know. <laughs> Are you in South uh, London, bro? You might not come out of here. Like, start, one focal, you're
2: finished. Start, start with a slap straight to Jay. Uh, mate, joking, we've, got a so, on, we've
1: got a
0: legend on. We've got a legend on. No, I like, know we, yeah, we do have a legend on right now. So, <laughs> welcome to... I'll start again. Welcome to the Boardman Podcast. We are with the legendary Spencer Fearon, a.k.a. The Knowledge. Welcome.
1: Uh, very good. Well done. How you doing, gentlemen? <laughs> How's everything going on? Nice. I'm, I'm a bit in awe. I yeah, mean, we've got... A, a movie star over here, you know what I mean? We got this entrepreneur, mad business guy who jets all around the world. And I've got Jay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's how it. we appreciate. just just yeah. a normal
2: guy. Normal, likable guy. We got like we got this much bio for me and James. And then Jay is just normal, likable
1: guy. Yeah. It works, yeah it works you know what mean? It, right? I'm telling you. I I love
0: mean, it. The diversity, is <laughs>
1: it? No, not really, because you just look like like a guy who's just got a good suntan. that's all you know. <laughs> like I would not believe like your Asian descent, right? Asian. Yeah, I'm Asian, yeah, yeah. But well, both I'm, parents. I'm Indian. Yeah. My both mom parents.
0: Was, my mum was born in Tanzania, actually. For real? And um my father was born in England, but they're of Indian origin. But
1: I know for a fact that people think you look Hispanic. You get that a lot. Plus, don't yeah, you? Probably, yeah, Yeah, because of that. The, yeah, I'm telling you, yeah, man, you could yeah. be Robert Garcia's. Love child.
0: Really. Like, <laughs> I've been to Miami and the. Like, Please, I dare speak. you now.
1: Go put up a picture of Robert Garcia right now, <laughs> and put a picture of Jay, and you'd think that that's his love child. Put it up. <laughs> what <laughs> you see? Yeah, I'm telling you. He's <laughs> fast as well. I, I like Robert Garcia. You're,
3: yeah, talking yeah. About you're thinking of Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia. yeah. Garcia. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: wrong, wrong. No, person. no.
1: Robert Garcia is the man that was working with Anthony Joshua recently. Ah, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. 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 What did but you think of that hole? Because you got oh. the the the. Baseball cap on backwards as well, saying, like, yeah, that's what that's how we wrote. Right. Like, hey, hey, so I'm telling you, you look Hispanic. Okay, nice. yeah, what do you, was you say think again?
3: of the old uh, Joshua fight and, and the sort of how he reacted afterwards?
1: Why are we why this? Is what i noticed about this, you've got to be very careful of certain people,
3: right?
2: <laughs> He's you, trying to set you, you up already, especially
1: <laughs> these white people. You've got to be careful, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's jumping on the fact of like, oh, how Anthony Joshua reacted after the fight, oh, how he reacted after the fight. Why don't we just look on the fact of this? Here is a young man. There's a young man who, and he tried to tell his life story at the end of the fight, right? Because when you're not used to losing, it's very difficult to handle it. And Anthony Joshua is not just Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua is a brand. Anthony Joshua is like Pepsi Cola. He's like Coca-Cola. He's like tea and Lau. He's like, you got to think, Anthony Joshua is, is big business, right? He's carried that on his shoulders. He's carried that on his shoulders to say, well, number one, Anti Joshua is appealing to the masses, especially when he was just this like old guy, like the friendly neighborhood giant who wouldn't offend nobody, who wouldn't say nothing to. But then we're starting to see little real kind of things on Anti Joshua, Roe where like certain people do little bitch moves and say, well, Anti Joshua said this to me. Or, or you get them students the other day who uh, put out um, like a video of like when he does something look like, be yourself. Oh yeah, he was telling them right? off. Yeah, I remember. So all of these kind of things. And we're saying like, Anti Joshua is actually, he's actually human yeah right but he's got a lot of weight on his shoulders, a lot of weight and that reaction I've, I, I know many people who have suffered from mental health, right and I know like mental health is now it's a major issue now, right And sometimes if you don't let things out and you you I don't know you, you kind of hold on to it makes it they, worse yeah they're, they're the things that smash you to bits. they're yeah. the things like Make you get old. They're the things that that give you grey hairs. When you're not going to get grey hairs. Those are things that make you get lines in your face. Those are the things that. What happens is like when you hold something in, you've got it inside of you. It's something that needs to be released, and it's a poison that you're holding inside of you, and it needs to be splurted out. Do you mean what was it? What was the film? Um, big film, Witches of Eastwick. Do you remember that? Yeah. And and uh, and the, the little devil was eating all the cherries and like, I can't remember which one of the actress it was, but she spewed out. She spewed out all those cherry bits. And that's what it is. That's that poison inside you. You have to spew it out. If you keep it inside you, it's going to kill you. So I'm not, I'm not going to be fighting down Annie Joshua because I know the pressure that he's under. Here's a, here's a young man that single-handedly revitalized British boxing. Him, I can't knock Eddie Hearn, Eddie Hearn as well, but Eddie Hunt needed the talent to do it. Right. They, re- they revitalized it. They put eyeballs on this sport. Anthony Joshua's a global icon. You can go anywhere. And the next thing, Anthony Joshua is loved by females in general. I'm not just saying like one set of females. Like, Oh, he's good looking. No. You got white girls, black girls, Asian girls. Oh, oh my God. Anthony Joshua. Oh my God. Look at him. Anthony Joshua. Right. He... I go to fights you go to Annie Joshua fight it's like you're going to a party yeah so right it's an event right it's an event yeah. and I'm saying like I believe that I'm an aim in boxer I'll turn up and if I'm at the York Hall anyway, so you'd get everyone to take a selfie with you you go to Annie Joshua fight people don't know who you are because it's not—he's he's demographic. He's not just boxing. Yeah, it's, he's it's that bi- big. It's bigger than that. Yeah, he's, he's it's big. Bigger. He's yeah. big business. So imagine you're carrying all of that. Every little thing. Anti Joshua must be the most scrutinized person on the planet. Anywhere he goes, we're scrutinizing him. Oh, I should be doing this. Oh, I should be doing that. Do you know what I mean? Um, so he's—he's he's got. It's—it's—it's he, it's, it's very very difficult for him to ride that wave, and it's—it's it's a massive like dichotomy inside of himself. He's done great things financially. Incredible things. As a boxer, he's a good fighter. You wouldn't be able to win an ABA championship, which is a national title, as an amateur. You wouldn't be able to go to the World Games and win a silver medal if you weren't no good. You wouldn't be able to go to Olympic Games and win a gold medal if you weren't good, right? But the thing is this, what people do is this. We sit down and we look at how how, uh, success rate of people, right? And... Instead of saying, Well, this guy must be a blessed human being, we look and we say, Well, such and such had more talent than him and he didn't make it, so to help with Auntie Joshua. And that's wrong. You know what I mean, we should be we should be embracing him to say, Look how you've turned your life around. You could have gone down the wrong way. Right? Auntie Joshua, as a kid, I remember meeting him two thousand and ten. And I was saying to and he was then he said, No, nah, um, Unks, it's all about me getting a bag. Right, so no matter what I had to go do to get the bag, I'm gonna go do it. As long as I don't sell out my morals and my dignity. He's got the bag. You know what I mean, he's got a few hundred million put down. His last fight, he got thirty-five million. Could you imagine? Like, I could give someone three million to lose their mind.
2: Right. So, and he's still, he's still, be, he's still being an ambassador. He's still, he's still, he's doing trying yeah. to. Yeah.
1: He's trying to, but yeah. he's a human being. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I, yeah.
2: it was such a, I th- I thought it was such a human reaction. And it was like, you know, just him agree, yeah. being like just raw and just, you know, just, yeah, just letting it out. And, you know, we, we've we discussed this a couple of times how mental health, if you if you don't speak about it, it just bottles up and it can take years. And then, you know, that's how things like suicide comes into play and everything. And it's like, it, it's such a, it, it's got to yeah, be more. I, th-
3: I think what it is, is like, Obviously, you're, you know, you've got more knowledge than anyone, like pretty much anyone that I know out there on, on boxing, right? In, in the of, whole
1: world, <laughs> let's call it straight. In the, right, whole, in world, the whole world, let's call <laughs> it. You know, I'm just joking, I'm well, just. I don't
3: know anyone, no, I can't true, think of anyone, yeah. right? And, and um, I think what it is, right, when you look at him without that much knowledge that you have, right, of, of, of Anthony Joshua, obviously you can't say anything bad about him because he's in incredible shape. He looks amazing, yet everybody seems to be positive towards him. But if you grow up watching someone like, you know, Mike Tyson, it's different. And you, you're seeing this man who looks like a warrior, Anthony Joshua. Yeah. He goes into a ring with a guy that's like, what, two stone lighter than him. And I know Usyk's unbelievable, right? right? The way he dances around the ring. And you see Anthony Joshua go in and he sort of looks like he's holding back on his punches and he, he looks like he's holding... And you just think, if you just went in there, this is my thinking, like, a pip, like Tyson did, yeah. okay. he would ruin, this is my thought, but he looks like he's holding back and he's measuring himself because he's trying to technically box these people where if he used his strength and power... It feels like he would do
1: better. And yeah. that's just, just obviously. Yeah, you know, no, no, I'm not knocking um, where you're coming from. Um, but how many fights you had? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love I mean, it. Um, yeah. Just
1: a you know, there. No, not, no, no. None amateur professional, just with these and <laughs> okay. sparkling. The right. So yeah. I'm, not, listen, <laughs> I'm not knocking that because yeah. the whole energy of this, like people say, like, oh, well, um, if you went to a restaurant and I'm not a Michelin star chef, and you used order a steak, yeah. the steak didn't taste nice, because you're not a Michelin stars chef, do you have the right to complain about it? Of course you do, because it's not to your taste, it's not to your appetite, right? So that's how I go when it goes to, like, but I like to use this one with certain people, because there's certain so- supposed, and I'm going to say supposed, there's certain supposed people of, of the sport, who are inside the sport, and right now it's just like, anyone can just hold a microphone and talk boxing, and they must know boxing. No, you don't, right? Boxing... T- or to acquire true knowledge, takes years and years and years. Years of study, years of revision, years of years. Now, somebody like Anthony Joshua, I actually agree with you. If you just went in there and went Wakanda forever, drank some of that purple herb, right? You You have now the power of the Black Panther. Yes, I believe they can run through Usyk, right? But it's easier said than done because Usyk... Is a man who's had over 315 amateur fights. Usik is a man that, in between <laughs> rounds of training, does mathematical puzzles. Yeah. This is, you're not
3: dealing with an ordinary yeah. man. And I see that thing where he catches the right, he exactly. five yeah, throw, yeah. pennies and he catches five at
1: a you time. You are not, Jay, you're not dealing with an ordinary man. Yeah. This man is, yeah. he's not an ordinary man or he's IQ. And I'm, like many things are cerebral, right? Yeah. And when you think about something long, ago, you know, right? It's not to the law of attraction, but when you think about something long and hard, the energy that you produce, you can feel from that energy you're producing, you're actually producing an aura, right? And in Usyk, he has produced an aura of invincibility, yeah. which is also a lot on psychology. But psychology, what is deep psychology? Deep psychology is, is trickology. I'm actually tricking you. I'm actually fooling you. He was sat, they were sat at the press conference prior to the second fight. I saw this. It's right sick. yeah and his sick. trainer he's his manager was sat down there saying oh well Usyk is the only person who i know who can hold his breath underwater for for four and a half minutes oh a second it's not a scuba diving competition oh yeah. uh, the day when he fought anthony joshua he went on a bike ride for 10 kilometers wait a minute you're not doing tour de france right oh uh, Usik is a man so you listen to this and you're sat there right you're sat there anthony joshua sat there as much as you you want to be oblivious to it those things are working in your head. They're yeah, working in yeah. your psyche because shit, he done all of that and he beat me, yeah. right? That's going to, I know these tricks. Unfortunately, I'm telling it how it is. Anthony Joshua didn't have the real guys around him. He needed some road guys around him. He said, listen brother, yeah. listen you little pussy up, yo. shut your mouth. Yeah. I'll smack you up in it. Yep. That's what he needed to hear. Yeah. He didn't have to say it, but when he trains so he needed guys like that around him. So he's thinking, rah, you know what? That's where the comments coming. Everyone. Oh, Smiley smiley, Oh, I want to take selfies and all this kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. This is
2: a yeah. fight. I saw that in the ring, even during the rounds. You know, I, I like the trainers, they're great, but even during the rounds, it's like a great round tramp keep going. I thought, oh, God, mate, time to get you know, time to go back in and just. Bro,
1: I don't know, yeah.
2: I'm being real. I
1: yeah. didn't like that. Yeah, so you could like it. That's cool. Yeah, you know what I mean, you, you know what I mean the people work with your dad will never turn around and said the same thing to your dad if your dad was in, a, in, in that situation, right? And say to your dad, Okay, well, we're winning the fight you know what I mean yeah we got we're, we're winning the fight are you trying to say that he's that mentally weak that you can't tell him the truth like bruv we got to stick it on this guy because as soon as you as soon as you say oh we got this you're winning you know what it does it gives you that level of comfortability it yeah. makes you relax makes it, yeah. Makes like, makes it go yeah exactly yeah. Right? and you think and, okay the next round could be a little bit easier and, then, and, yeah, yeah, and, and all like, of a sudden oh, well, you're two could, three rounds could, behind I could, yeah. yeah I could drop this yeah. round because I'm ahead anyway yeah. no no, you don't, you don't take those chances. And the next thing, and this is the rules, because I'll say this, i say this on my podcast, week in, week out, with Bubba Tundi Ajay, the trainer of Annie Yard on The fighters, Is Right. And I'm saying it here with you guys on The Boardman Podcast. If you're with a trainer, I just want you to know this now. If you're with a trainer, you gaining experience can't be at my experience. You've got to do something prior to me to feel that I feel confident enough that I've got Not no this is not no bread thing there's not no friend thing Oh I feel really Because you make me feel good And if I'm happy Then no It doesn't work like that You know what I mean Trainer A trainer is a teacher Then who have you taught Then who have you taught And what school of learning Did you come from That's what I want to know Right I'm not knocking Angel Fernandez I think the hustle that he has pulled Is being fantastic right? Because I'm not saying he's a bad trainer but I'm saying like you can't gain your experience from of my experience we're in a world heavyweight title fight 12 round title fight you have never trained anybody who's been up into a southern area or a central area championship you haven't taken someone from scratch and got to there but you've got into Anthony joshuas camp yeah. and as you go into yeah. nah brother that's a liberty <laughs> yeah. he's been yeah. Joshua's
0: first heavyweight um, guy as well that he's trained so right. that?
1: and as you know Jay that is the difference You have 17 different weight categories and then you have heavyweight boxing. You know why? Because heavyweights, they apply a their body definition, their calisthenics, And when they're training, it's totally different from anybody else. Why? Because they are heavyweights. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that is that. And that's my gripe. I'm not turning around saying that Angel Finanis isn't a good trainer. I'm not saying that at all. But I have to be real. You know I mean? I can't be one of these guys that, hey, no. I'm that, and yeah. maybe that's been a problem in my life, but I have to just keep <laughs> this thing. That. I don't care. I have to keep this thing 100. Your experience on the job is meant to be from your past experiences. Don't be leaving a fight now and you're going, and your experience with Andy Joshua when you've been in that corner has been two defeats. So then what well, I'm second in? So something's not going right then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something's not going right. And then they brought in Robert Garcia. I'm gonna keep it. Listen, you started me today, you know, because like, <laughs> right, then, then you brought in then you brought in then you brought in um Robert Garcia. I ain't knocking Robert Garcia. Yeah, you know I mean it could be your dad. Right? I'm not knocking Robert Garcia. <laughs> Robert, Robert Garcia is a very good trainer. Robert Garcia has trained 14 world champions. Robert Garcia has been in many. Robert Garcia's brother is he's gonna, he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Robert Garcia is a former world champion himself. You went to America, bro. Now, I, I know how this game goes. Now, we, we affiliate or we have an assembly to, to people who share common interests as you. There is no common denominator. None whatsoever. Would you go into America and you get in an Hispanic trainer? None whatsoever. I'm just keeping this thing 100. None. That's so true, yeah. Right? Where was the correlation? Where was the link? Where was the synergy? There was none whatsoever. And I know even more so there was none whatsoever. This is the man who's the experienced guy. He's the guy who's been in the world champions. And he wasn't the head corner man. He was the guy that was on the outside. And you're saying, right, you're, you're taking chances like that. I'm going with experience. That's it. Because you cannot yeah. buy experience. You got to earn experience. And that's that. That's so and that's not applying... Listen, and the next thing, there's not me hating on Angel Garcia. I mean, Angel Fernandez. But a lot of people in the hood are calling him Devil Fernandez. This is the truth, right? Right? This is not me hating on you. This is just me telling you the truth. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How, so how
3: did you about- get... <laughs> we all <are> saying, <laughs> so what the- got you into this, Spencer? Like, I know you must start from a young age. Like, where did you grow up? What got you into... You must know that your mind's got this sort of photographic memory where you can remember all the fights, all the fighters, all the trainers. Yeah. What, what, start, what got you into it in the very early days?
1: Um, I, I box amateur. Um, I was in love with Muhammad Ali as a kid. Yeah. And it's mad because I got Ali tail end. Um, Ali, I got Muhammad Ali tail end, but what he signified to black people was incredible. Um, and his stance that he took. And... I would just keep on reading and reading and reading. Recently, my mum died. So I had to go, sorry, right. right. sorry, she's still with me. So I, I know, I know, I know the, 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 the tricks in that. So I'm not going to be, oh, this is the physical, but there's a spiritual, and the spiritual never goes.
3: Nikola Tesla said he spoke to his mum when she passed away. So. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Okay, right. And, and what my mum stood for was, that's incredible. My mum was the embodiment of self assertiveness and to be proud of who you were at a time when I would say like people of color weren't being taught to be proud of themselves. You know what I mean? Because it was all around you then. It's totally different now. The world is it's, it's evolving. It's changing. And so my mom, my dad was a very placid man, very quiet and, but my mum was like, she's very raw. She would have it with anyone. My mum could fight as well. So I remember I was about four years old. My mum went out and bought me a pair of boxing gloves and a blow up incredible punching bag. And then from, and like, and she said, right, you, you, got, you got to fight because I was really wow. a little scaredy. Where was it? What area? It's it? in Kenan, which is not far from here. So my mum taught me that. And, but they never really wanted me to box because you know, my dad being of that age group, like them old West Indians, he was like, oh, well, son, look what they've done to... They never call Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali. They'd always call him Clay. right? no, they're mush up, clear, you cannot do it. Do it. Your brains will mash up. And I'm like, no, that's, no my brain's going to be intact. So I always wanted to box. And so I started boxing, going to the amateur clubs from... When the Bricks and Recreation Centre opened. So the so I must have been about ten, eleven and from then my love for boxing was just crazy because I would buy every magazine. I would get a paper round so I could so I could get all the boxing magazines. Like so they wouldn't have to pay me cash.
2: Did that like, come through the training? Did you get to a certain point where the training was just so good and you went, right, I've fallen in love with this whole
1: thing now? No, I was I was more I more fell in love with the histronics and the style and I liked the guys who were the flash. I liked it. I like the guys who would who would speak up against Afari, I just love those people. I love them. If your dad was like placid
3: and your mum was like a hard, you know, hard yeah, woman, very hard. Was it was was you looking for that like male role model in in them in a little way? Because I, I sort of see that in Tyson a little bit. When I, even now he's got so much wisdom, and I listen to him and sort of see him as a bit of a role model. Is that what you was looking for in these guys when you read? Because to read the history of them is almost different to doing it in the ring. I think because I'm I love going in and pads and, and, and the, the technicalities, but I don't know, uh, you know, one-tenth the history you do. T- I see them as two different things.
1: No, what it was was this. I wasn't looking for my role one I had a role. My dad was an incredible human being. My dad, 17 years since me passed away now. And, like, I no, was incredible. And, and you know what? You always get so as you, oh, well, you know, like, in, in, I grew up on a council estate. And people have this 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 mindset that like you're coming from a broken home. I didn't come from a broken home. You know what I mean? Uh, I remember going to school and like loads of kids were getting free dinners. I'd be upset because every week we'd get this little packet, this little thing that you'd have to write the days of the week and you pay for your, your, your school dinners because mm. like my, both my parents worked. So, you know what I mean? My dad was a, he was a um, an engineer for British Aerospace and my mother worked um, for the shell company. You know what I mean? In the kitchens. So like, we, you know I mean, I was saying we was rich, but we was all right. Yeah. You know I mean, we, we, we was all right. We was all right. So I remember getting, saying, mommy, why do you have to pay for school dinners? Like this one in class, that one in class, they, they're not paying for it. And one was that to explain to me, like, no, it's because they're not in an economic structure for them to be able to pay for their food. But I was upset. Like, nah, there's got to be a way. Like we, <laughs> don't have to, we don't have to pay for it. Like, why don't you stop working on me yeah. so we could get free dinners? So I'm... Um, the, the role models that I had... Well, I went looking at these men for, for role models. How it goes is this. It's like... I, At that time, especially in boxing, when you understand the history of boxing, the great men who were just classy... I remember having like this... Knight Fletcher was the man who originated the Ring magazine. Or he was the founder of the Ring magazine. And like he had a yearbook, a boxing yearbook. And I would study that from front to back and back... Like every single day. Wow. I'd come home from school, I'd study it. I'd be inside school, I'd be in the class, but I'd have that book and I'm studying it. I would just study that book religiously wow. till I knew I knew that book line for line, page for page. I knew the book.
2: And when, you, when you get obsessed like that, like I did that with Prizefire, I did two years of research just, you know, completely on one small time period. And when, as soon as you start it, you just get obsessed with it. You want to know everything. You know, learning about what they soap they use to wash themselves and how the boxers did this and that and it, when you become obsessed you really yeah. want to get into and, and it and
1: I I have been obsessed with this sport yeah. like ever, ever since. since and it's ever, never calmed ever. down it's always been no up. no it's, it's like it's, 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 getting, different, it's, it's different now it's, fire, different. Yeah. It's, different. It's, <laughs> different. it's different it's different now because when you have children you know what I mean when you've got misses and you got a freaking massive mortgage to pay each month it's it's different You you, you don't but Essentially, everything is it revolves around boxing, like the work that I do. Everything revolves around everything revolves around boxing. But the inroads that it's given me is just incredible. Or like the guys that I would sit down and they'll be my heroes as a kid: Sugar Leonard, you know, Mike Tyson, Lennox Lewis, Frank Bruno. These are guys that ring me regularly you now. That's the kind of that's the buzz. Like and like to my kids, it means nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like yeah, yeah, right, like, nothing. You know what I mean? It's especially like my son, my son's going to be 11 on the weekend. My son's like, it means absolutely nothing to him. You're my telling kids, me he, he's no crazy talking. about Marvel, right? Yeah. You um, said yeah. Listen, my son, my son Amari, uh, and I handily say like, he's, he's he, I don't like using the word step because I, I didn't step over anyone. And I didn't step into a position. He's my child. i raised since He's three years old. Right. And, and, that kid's a genius. Like when it comes to like how he can coagulate things in his mind, i'm looking i'm just i am i'm like <laughs> yeah. And he's a big Marvel fan. Like everything on Marvel, when it was started, what was the first ink that came onto the pen? What by Stan Lee? He's mad into Yeah, he's mad. He's mad. that, he's yeah, mad, you're mad, yeah, that yeah.
3: part of your brain. Yeah,
1: man. yeah, yeah. He's 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 mad into it. So I know, like on certain things, like they don't have to be biologically linked to you, but mm-hmm. they are spiritually linked to you. So well, for that, I'm saying that's very much that's very much me. So when people say like, oh, you got photographic memory," like David Lee would say, "No, nah, you have got photographic memory." training. No, nah, you have. You got a photographic memory. And I, I, ain't. but what I realized, I got. What was it eighteen months ago? I got diagnosed with autism. Oh, yeah, shit. so that's the reason why. So, but if you're around me long enough, you see, yeah, he's, there's something going on. We, we we've all got mad ADHD, honestly. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm strange. autistic yeah. as well. It's, it's yeah. the cocaine. Don't worry,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Spence. We're like going on to James' question. I want to yeah. know, like, man, you're so fucking real. You you talk real. Yeah. You don't give a shit. You say what you you say yeah. what you
3: say what's like proper oh, real sad. and raw, but, but yeah. it's with fire and yeah. passion no but then also I, like it's funny because when you not funny but when you said about your mum I could feel it just the oh, way that you yeah. are you're like the, you're, yeah, yeah so I know you
2: like you said about your mum's influence, and you, and, you, and you mentioned your dad where, where did at what point in your life did you, did you go or maybe you've already always had it did you go right I'm just going to be me I'm going to be real I'm going to you know
1: speak the truth No, no the and, thing,
2: and, and stand for something as well yeah, like no, just go right the, I believe in this yeah, yeah, and, and the, that's the, it the
1: thing is this right to be real um How it was, was this, I, like, sometimes my bravery was out of here, especially when I was a kid. As It's really weird. Me growing up as a kid, in the area that I grew up was, was a predominantly white area. I got called every racial slur you could, because it's a predominantly white area, and there were, like, four black families living in our community. Four. Um, Like, so my oldest friend... His name's Edmund Clotty. They were actually a Ghanaian family, Ghanaian and Sierra Leone. And I, I'll tell you on the divide, I'm going to educate certain people. There's a, there's a big racial divide in cultures when it comes to black people. Like, if you're West Indian, you may with West Indian people, especially, like, 70s and 80s. If you, was, uh, if you was from any of the African countries, which are 54, you would with your own people. So there was a split within us. Like, oh, I remember one time I dated this Nigerian girl and I took her home and my mom said, Oh, oh, Angela, where are your family from? And she said, Oh, boys, oh, no, my mom said, Oh, which part of Jamaica are your family from? And she went, Oh, oh no. Um, they, they, my mom's my mom's from Lagos. And my mom like, said. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was like, no, no. Right. So all that, there was massive, there was a massive um um. Um, dividing it but, but what I realised is powers in numbers so as a kid like all the black families who was going through their little racial slurs and nonsense every day we were linked up together so it was like so from a very very young age what I realised was like there was no difference within within black folks from young because there was me a Jamaican regularly going to a Ghanaian's house religiously, eating their foods, right? Their food's slightly different from Jamaican food, right? But essentially it's the same food, right? Um, So I had that. I grew up that. And then also what I realized is like, I also had like some diehard white mates who were like, they'll die for me, who are my friends today. So we realized that loads of things are divisive. And we use loads of things to be divisive. We use skin complexion, right? You're Asian, so you definitely know, mm-hmm. right? There's a caste system. Yeah, right. 100 so, right? So we, 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 we do this as human beings. We do this within Europeans, white people. You be a ginger. You be, you know what I mean, you be ginger. Look, divisive. And then we start realizing, like, you know what? When we knock down these barriers, we realize that we're all one, one people. One family, one human family. But we have to get over the bullshit first. And I'm I'm grateful that I've got over the bullshit. But what I do realize is that I'm proud of who I am. I am so amazingly proud of who I am. And because I'm so proud of who I am, I'm at the forefront to say how proud I am. And then certain people who don't understand the shit that I'm saying, they will misconstrue that, oh he must hate white folks. I'm saying, are you mad? Have you, seen my, have you seen how many white people come to my house on a, on a daily basis? Who, my, have you seen my friends, who I've got? So it's just one of those kind of things. But going back to the original question, it's like I didn't decide, oh, I don't give a shit." I didn't just decide that. I just felt like, I'm just going to be me. So me, I grew up in a, in a, in a Sunday school, at Elephant Castle, the Tabernacle. The Tabernacle Sunday School, I would, I would say to any child, like, spiritual base. take out religion, because I'm actually Muslim now, right? <laughs> but take out spirituality, spirituality, you know what I mean? Now, no one can't tell me, like, the inroad to the most high or the higher being is, is, is got to be this way or it's got to be that way, whatever, whatever floats your boat. I mean, you be a Muslim, be a good Muslim. You be a Jew, you be a good Jew. You be a Christian, you be a good Christian. You be a Sikh, Hindu, Buddhist. Don't care what you are. Be good at that. So then we've got common denominator. Our common denominator is what? Because we're actually good folks. Do you know what I mean? And once we do that, then we're cool. So I've realized from young that when you stand for something, not everyone's going to get it. Because not everyone is meant to get it. Because a lot of people are sheep. And I ain't no sheep. I'm not a wolf neither, but I'm not a sheep. So, when you stand up and say, Well, I'm not a shit, oh, what's his problem then? Because straight away people think you've got a problem with you. I ain't got a problem with you. Do you know what I mean? The powers that be, just like you being a European and you're thinking, Oh, the system, you complain about the system, right? You do. I know you do. you just like, mm, I'll complain about the system. You tell the truth, Jay. Which live. system? The Systems system. No, you talk about the system, like the, the, the political, economical system, yeah. how we'll govern the world. I can complain about that. Yeah. You'll complain about it. I will. Right. Me being a black person, I'm complaining about that. But how I complain, I'm not calling it the system, I'm calling the white man. Right. Do you understand? Yeah. Essentially, it's the same bloody thing, but we just use a different terminology yeah, yeah. to describe the thing. And I'm not talking about no, no European white person who's on the same money as me, uh, or like if, or he's on 10 or 20 grand or 100 grand more than, no, because you're not part, You're not, that, that's not the problem. When I'm talking about the system, the system is a system. The system has no color, but it's very smart. Because what the system has done through years and years and years, and don't think like it's just come over all of a sudden like, last 10 years. No, it's been, the system has been designed. The mechanisms have been designed. So if the designer of the system in the beginning, it was the European that designed the system. So the system was set up to put, let's deal with you. Let's go over here. Let's rename this country. Let's take over this. Let's change the history books. Let's make, let's make countries look smaller than what they really are. Let's make the European countries look bigger than what they really are. And then, so, this is all part of this mechanism. This is yeah. part of, of, of that, that divide. Yeah, yeah. Of, this, of this divide. But once you start to realize the whole thing is this the people at the top deliberately design it so that everybody in the middle be fighting about all kinds of bullshit, yeah. but they still rule the top. Mm. Right. And once you realize that, you say, well, I'm not falling into that trap. Yeah. Everybody, listen, we've got peace and love to, to everybody, irrespective. You handle me right. This is my rule. You handle me right. I handle- yeah, I heard the other
3: day. Like, if you hear if there was a if there was a billionaire white woman and a billionaire black woman, and they were talking, they wouldn't be talking about BLM, right? If there was a billionaire, uh, I don't know, two billionaires talking, they wouldn't be talking about certain issues with the economy. They'd be talking about their own things and the own things they like. It seems like all this stuff has been made to be divisive. And I, it was only through this pandemic that it opened my eyes, and I started finally seeing. Or you know, people being locked in their it's, houses. He's mad on it. Yeah. I, I know. Just but that's. What do you, what I mean, is, Jay, scared, what did you think? What did
1: you think of the pandemic? What, you, what do you? do you? Anything, think. Well, what do you think?
3: I mean, yeah. No, YouTube have, un- have changed their algorithm now. Before, if you spoke about
1: the pandemic or COVID, yeah, they used
2: to block you because you still can't say COVID, right? You say
1: COVID, COVID, COVID. yeah, COVID, yeah. yeah, whatever it is. Yana's yeah, nice brother. Yeah, COVID. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I uh, you know, I'm, so my background is like science, right? So when the thing happened, to go from that, if we finished on that last oh. subject, right? So I remember downloading. I, I'm, I'm same as you, autistic from when I was at school. Um, so I basically got all the numbers down. I did all the numbers from Public Health England and, and just looked through everything. And you and read saw, everything. You read all the papers. I'm good at reading papers, so I'd read. I used Google Scholar. I used all of the uh, the Lancet, even though that published some really erroneous um, papers. And I read them all. And I'm looking at the news, and I'm seeing them saying that you know X number of millions of people have died. You know, people should and, and everybody who watched the TV was in a fearful state. And when I watched it, I was like, wow, this is terrible. The world's going to end. They were saying that, you know, death rate was 17% at the beginning, something like that, if you, if you were to get it. So I started watching it and I started thinking, hold on. Now look at the numbers. The numbers of people that are dying, that are young and healthy and not overweight, are, are minuscule, like tiny, but they're shutting schools. They're forcing children to have vaccinations. So I just started really... Yeah, like, our
1: kids have just got a letter for polio. I say I haven't heard of polio since nineteen seventy four. What the hell they, held it, they held it for polio? Yeah. yeah, it
3: just literally
1: has come through. Yeah, uh-huh. people
3: people forget right. Like I drove through Soho, the busiest part of London, on my bike. Yeah, well, yeah and what time? No, what
1: time? Nobody there. What were you doing there?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll the street. Yeah. <laughs> if you know, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, I was joking, hanging but,
3: out with a certain boxer. And, uh, which <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it was, and it was not, but people forget it was empty. Businesses were put out. Suicide rates went up. Like. I saw my friends, you know, all these things happening. And, and people are like, okay, well, it's business back to normal now. But what that did, before that, I didn't give a shit about politics because I was selfish. All I cared about was, am I happy today? That's all I cared about. And in a way, living like a, a selfish, naive way is good. But my mum was like, James, this has politicised you because you started listening to politicians. You know, this guy, do you remember Neil Ferguson? Yep. He came in, he, he was called Dr. Doom. He said the UK needs to lock down. He was in court having an extramarital affair. When everyone was locked down, same thing happened with the next... Public uh,
1: Health Secretary of England. So why are you, what, are you having an extramarital affair? What does that mean? That do He was so You're he, meant to have an extramarital affair.
3: He was supposed to be locked down in his house. He with, was stressed. Yeah. He
1: needed to release. Yeah, Maybe. That's his that's wife
3: was getting on his nerves. But while everyone's locked down and, and uh, getting fines and can't <laughs> leave the country, he was going out, you know, sleep, having sex with someone out of his household, right? Yeah, whilst, yeah, yeah, it, it was They disgusting. put a law in called the No Bonking Law. So it did drive me crazy and I had to pull away and move to Mexico and stop thinking about it so but what it did it opened my eyes to see that now there is a lot of liars in the system that you've called it right and 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 um and and you've got this thing where what it, the only thing i can see that's consistent is that there seems to be they want a polarization so you know if you put something about you know i'm 6 year old and you've had a gender reassignment it will go to the top of facebook there are certain things i'm not saying that mark zuckerberg is, himself wants polarization But that's the way that things seem to happen. So it keeps everybody kind of arguing. And I know it can sound kind of conspiratorial, but it keeps everybody on this level rather than, you know, they're trying to, one thing that we've all been saying a lot about boxing is that, you know, strong men, and this is one of the reasons why we want to start the podcast, is we believe we're like three strong men, physically strong, but we're not that what you would call that toxic, like, you know, we're not like Andrew Tate. Yeah, we so...
1: You have to put that in now because you know you'll get banned if you're like Andrew Tate. You'll yeah. be finished. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. But that's what we wanted to show. We wanted to show that you can be strong men, you can be successful, you know, you can do things the right way whilst having a more of a sensitive side as well. And that's what we sort of tried to put across because if the male population are made more docile, which it seems to be, you know, testosterone levels are decreasing, then it can be kind of dangerous because then it's easier... So I hate using the word control, but it's easier to push a population if everybody just says, Yeah, okay, I'll
1: accept another lockdown. There is a there was if you can't notice there is a there's a lot there's a lot of an uprising right now when yeah. it comes to black culture or black identity. There's a lot. There's a lot of things where like um, before people were scared to talk about, now they're they they're being open to talk about. And it will take guys like yourself to to, to, to bring that up. Because how it goes is this. Two black guys sit down talking about it, eh? right? We're talking about only from our perspective, right? And our perspective is that the European system is an evil, demonic, plagued, driven, driven devil, right? You say the same thing, but you don't say the European. You just say this system is. They are. They. They. They're pushing their agenda. And you say they that they are the same people who most black people who so come back and say, these are the devils, right? right? So once right. everybody realizes the terminology and the language, because there must be a language or, or, or a barrier or communication barrier, then that's the solidarity. And it's happening right now. And that's the fear of the world. The fear of the world, the, 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 the great men who put the design, and they were great. You know what I mean, i mean? not saying they were good. They were wickedly great, but they were great men. Who put this design in order, this thing in place to, to divide everybody or to get everyone in fighting, right? So we won't look on a real goal or a real aspiration. We won't look at it. We think we have the ideals of the real goal. The real goal is you say well, what's the real goal? I'm saying to you, would you rather be would you rather be rich or have no debt?
3: Well, fiscally rich. Yeah. Would you
1: yeah. Would you yeah? Economically rich
3: we Either be rich Or have no well, The way the system works At the moment You'd be better to be Financially rich
1: Right How the system works Yeah Right But at the same time When someone turns around And says to you Like oh Well having a lot of money Don't make you happy That's bullshit Having a lot of money Does make you happy Agreed Right It does Simple fact That you're not stressing yourself Worried yeah. right about What you gotta do next you are not stressing yourself about Because it's the stress mm-hmm. But then When you're on that Spiritual plane you're saying to hell with money because like money's man-made right so you say to hell with money but I'm still going to have the best life I know some people financially they ain't got a doll, but they are rich seriously they are they are so wealthy I a lot of loads of people who got like billions I know a guy's got billions and he's he's life's in turmoil
2: it's like Bob Marley said that you know rich is his life and
1: right well the more money you
3: got the more problems you have for sure but that, that's an no extreme- that's a lie There ain't we say, like, the more, listen, it says exactly. in the book. That's a lie. That's a lie. More money. That's, yeah, no, oh, uh, that's, that's, okay, that's
1: Biggie smalls, right? But I'm saying to you, no, that's a lie. <laughs> well, let, that's no, a let, lie.
3: If you're working at something you love, like, which you do, which, like, you're enjoying reading that stuff, most people are, when they're earning a lot of money, unless it's been given to them, okay, it's easy. And they most normally take a lot of drugs and drink a lot. If you've made it money yourself, you're employing a lot of people and you do have stress because you don't know who's your friend, all these people around you. Just what I have, times 10, times 100, I've seen those people. And typically, they are stressed. Some people, they get the calculation, the formula for life right. But that's your experience.
1: Yeah. You right. might, you so, might. So you know, this is what I'm trying to say to you. Hold up a second. I'll be saying to you. Like, when you said, like, are you a billionaire? I said, no, I'm not a billionaire. Reason being is this. It's because what I have inside of me is worth more than billions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I've got life eternal. Yeah. Do you understand that bit there? When I mean like life eternal, I mean like life eternal. Yeah. And, the, and also, I want people to realise, you see the love that i got in my community? It's mad. One day I'll take you and you'll see. You think, nah, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because the rule was no that I haven't itched when I when I weren't itching. I haven't scratched, when I haven't scratched. I ain't played this little ooh, ooh, ooh to, to try and get through doors or anything else. I ain't out my morals or anything else like that. I ain't done none of that shit. Yeah. Right? And like that makes you sleep sleep in your bed at night really, really comfortable. Number one. But what makes me sleep in bed really comfortable is the fact that I have I've gone ridiculous network no my network is ridiculous yeah. so I always constantly earn
3: but you're, you're you're financially successful right so if we're t- like so you do need money to make you happy but you've got an, an amount of money that you can live comfortably and live to so then say I want to live a, live a spiritual life most people that's not true nah, I was, I was talking about don't. living
1: I was talking about living a spiritual life I've been taught to live a spiritual life from the get go from the jump yeah from before oh really oh, yeah. right from the jump from right. the right but I'm gonna be real with you now. God, Allah, universe, whatever. I mean, you, you being Sikh, you have got loads of different gods, right?
0: Not, not necessarily.
1: Right, but they're, but they're there's head, gurus, there's and, the gurus there's and there's God. head gods, yeah. right? So I'm trying to say. First, so first time I've ever heard
2: him say Sikh. You're, you're not he's He's lying. No,
0: no. Would I lie you know, I've never again?
1: heard you say Sikh ever. No, no. I've, right.
0: been, I've been practice Sikh all my life.
1: Exactly. Like, you know. I mean, come on, don't don't pick no. on him. That's not that's not nice. No, I mean. <laughs> See I'm trying to say to you? <laughs> yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. Oh, Calm yeah. down, man. Right. So, <laughs> I'm saying you need a level of money to be comfortable to be able to be spiritual. Like this guy. No, that's rubbish. you, you agree absolute with that, Jay? Rub-
1: listen, absolute rubbish, 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 rubbish. See, that's your way of thinking because your, your mindset is because European.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. So you think, oh, you need to have this and then you can have, that's rubbish. Now, because you got, you've like, you've kind of settled down now. Now you can do this podcast for fun and, yep. and it's going to be successful. Simply because I'm on it. It's going to be... 100%. I'm telling you, it's going to shoot up, right? <laughs> and all the death threats, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm saying to you this now, yeah? That I remember as a kid, I'm going back to... No, 1993. And Chris Eubank was on a, he was on a show. And, I'm, and like, me and Chris are really tight. Yeah, I mean, you should need to get him on a show. Yeah. You need to get money. So I love like, Chris yeah, Eubank, man. right?
3: I grew up watching him,
1: right? And, you, and Eubank, Eubank, said to me, Eubank on the show. This was called the Devil's Advocate. It was a man called Darker Howell, Howell, who was a really black political figure, and 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 Eubank, Eubank, got up and he says, um, he went, um, money is freedom, and I want to be free, so I need money. And I was listening, question. I do lots of words. And I was like. I'm there, and I, I remember I just I just won um, um, the PLAs was Port of London Association Championships, and like, so I was one of the guests there. I was only I was about eighteen, and I was there, and I was like, wow! Like in all the, and I went by that philosophy: like money's freedom. So if you want to have, uh, you gotta have money, right? You got to have money, and I'm saying when people turn around saying like, um, was it the, the the money's the root of all evil? It's rubbish it's the lack of money that's the root of all evil yeah because when you ain't got shit right now it's like there's a fact you know? saying
2: money makes a difference, difference it doesn't make you it shouldn't make you different exactly it makes a difference right. shouldn't you know what you money
1: different. is money is like you're a pretty cool guy I come in a jail you're all up and there and I say right, energy's all up and yeah. high, but it's you know what I mean I say, it's famine hey. inside right exactly right but it's only because of Miss Hawkins and <laughs> I'm saying like I'm like I'm saying right, energy is proper proper energy and I'm saying right, guy's cool all money does it's a great revealer. So whoever you are, when you didn't have it, when you got it, it's just going to amplify it. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah, That's all money is. Yeah, that's so right? yeah. It's a great revealer because you see certain people, like with me... So see, you were a nice guy before. Right, exactly. <laughs> you were not, Of course you were. Right? <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you were like a cold, callous kind of person and all of a sudden you won the lottery, you're just going to be a cold, callous person, yeah. but with lottery money. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you was a kind, giving thoughtful person before you had money when you right. got money you're going to be even more kind even more generous this is all money all money is a yeah. great revealer right and, and you are he is like that like, I right. have,
2: like it's, so, it's so stupid like you go through London and you'll go you'll go to a cash machine now and give a, a homeless person 50 like, yeah. and that's yeah. a lot of money like, yeah. Yeah. and you'll, he'll do that to. Ev- and I'm like James we're not, we're, we haven't got to the restaurant yet or anything and he's given right. someone like, yeah. cash this machine is, like this is this it, what, is, what is, I'm it, trying it, to say yeah. to you
1: so all money is is a great revealer nothing more nothing less but the thing about it is this, is like, whatever you think about, you bring about. You know what I mean? Whatever you think about, you are going to bring about. You know what I mean? And you know, it's like, thoughts become things, then you've got to go and actively go out and work for the things that you want, right? Yeah. When you haven't got money or exponential amount of money, you think to yourself like, oh, but if I had this, if I did uh, all the rest of it, and then when you get it, you're kind of stuck because you've actually, you've achieved what you've yeah. meant to achieve. Yeah. You're kind of like, right, what, what do I do now? Yeah, what, what, what do I do now? Yeah. So what I'm saying to you, like the spiritual worth, the spiritual worth is, is the real thing. The spiritual worth, knowing that I'm going to do for something that money can't buy.
4: You know
1: what I mean? It's life, it's money, right? it's energy, it, yeah. it's everything. The two
3: things you mentioned before, not to, I'll please keep that trail of thought, but the two things you mentioned that was really interesting to me One you said was community, right? And I've not had that around me for a long time because, no, no. No, No, but you are kind of now because we spend a lot of time It's changed now. He's a
1: celebrity. You can't talk to him no more.
3: (laughs) Don't tell him that. You you phone Matt now and
1: it rings out. Matt, what's going on? (laughs) Did (laughs) you go on set with him when he was filming?
3: I was in the film. You was in the film? Yeah. Who was you in the film? Uh, I was like six minutes in. I was the uh, what do you call it? Bookie, the bookie. It, it, uh, in the, I was oh, like, on the cockpit, on yeah, the, yeah, the long hair, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. with Russell Gray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I met my audition one of his. Yeah. Films. I do some acting. I auditioned for one of his films. I was in. I was in one of his other films a couple of years ago. Right.
1: Now so. check this one out now. Right. When you were on set, and you went like, oh Matt," he's like, oh, not now, not now." Bro you go over there it you was know, one of them, I know, like, he was pretty good was, bit, was, but the director was like that and yeah. Russell Crowe
3: was like that yeah, yeah, but,
1: you know what It's the thing about is this, this you have to realise like, the position that Russell Crowe's in you've got to give him ratings he's come yeah, yeah. a hell of a long way definitely you know, I mean hell of a long way hell of oh, man, what was the film that Russell Crowe was in with all these films yeah, are good. with Denzel Washington he was in the film with Denzel um, Washington American, but
2: American, American, American Gangston. Gangston
1: no 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 before then we're in a film together oh um Virtuosity uh, yeah yeah 1996 right? yeah 96 yeah, yeah, yeah. right I had that on video tape yeah, yeah, yeah that's bad bag of bollocks right uh, <laughs> terrible film terrible it film. is terrible here. it is friggin rubbish <laughs> <Yeah>. right but <laughs> if you look on that guy's journey I can see why certain people because when you are this celebrity this movie star this you can get consumed by the bullshit yeah do you know what I mean and none of it's real yeah you
3: know
1: what I mean none of, none of it none of it's real not real. You know what I mean it's good to have. Yeah. It's good to people do gassing around you, and but that's that's short-lived, and it becomes a drug, it becomes you know what I mean. And, and that's why I got a lot of time for Matt because like he was like, Oh Spence, can I come on your podcast? And then he kept on phoning me every time. Like, Brother, we you You're pissed. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, no, 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 but it wasn't that. And he was like, no, But it was the piece that you did about my dad, you know, his dad's past now and all the rest, but it. it's the thing that you did about my dad, and how in depth you spoke about my dad kind of drawed me in simply because like I'm very passionate about speaking about the history of boxing you know what I mean so someone will tell me something anything and it's like I can tell you when they fall how many fights they had, it's, it's like, it's, yeah, it used to be a party trick we don't do it no more Now we get we I get heard of it. Yeah, you can say the numbers and yeah the, yeah you yeah, yeah. yeah. tell the fights when they fall uh, walk round they got Not time right so then all of a sudden it was like because they were so interested in that I was like you know what yeah man and he was like he's like a little kid he was like yeah can we do this yeah. and, <laughs> and he's just proper hyped but it was nice because I know people who haven't done a quarter of what you've done eventually you made a movie and you managed to get Russell Crowe yeah I salute to Russell Crowe but sod him Ray Winston is a bad man the he governor, yeah. yeah. Where's your tool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. Anyway, you can't say they have a line, but I. <laughs> <laughs> you want you, it? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, that that scum. I don't think, we, right. You had that's the energy that you put out in the and 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 that is a that wall there. That's that is a silver Sloan kind of shit. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, was,
1: that's deep. Uh, that yeah, is deep. A lot of respect. It's a rocky journey. Yeah. Of course yeah. it is. We are uh, and it's such a nice
2: moment. But going back to that, we we we've had this interesting topic. If you don't mind, hopefully you don't mind me saying. But he said to me before, like Matt, you know the connection that we have. We I've given him some parts and films, and this. He's like, uh, you know, if he's had money, so it's always been like, I've always been helping or giving people. No one's really given much back to you, yeah. apart from like the things that we do together. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like well. You know, we're not
3: asking for money, we're doing this experience or we're going there, or we're doing that. Yeah. And that's quite a nice, interesting, like it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I was saying about community, like because like, the reason Spencer's here is because of Matt, it's not because of me. And it's like you're the only other man I know that's actually bought stuff back, which is what I'd love when you said like one day we could come
1: meet your friends, like it would be amazing because Well, there's it's... so many guys in our community, yeah? Sorry to cut you, so many guys in the community that you'd benefit from knowing. You know what I mean, like everyone knows, like I've got a ridiculous black book. There's everyone in my phone, everybody everybody and, and I, I don't ring her and it rings out Yeah. that's a little bit right that those things don't happen to me the R. Spencer's calling right because they know like, I'm not asking for nothing yeah. but you've just and called second, Lennox Lewis before the, the second, podcast exactly. and he's picked well, up straight <laughs> you were the talking about thing. that
0: network yeah. you know you were talking yeah. about that network and, and having the, those people around you and that's kind of that, that mate, wealth or your change, yeah, yeah thank you can we get another yeah. that's, yeah. that, that's yeah. that wealth and that spirituality just that you hold within this is
1: his passion and he's
2: talking this, like real. This, That's this, what it is.
1: this is the whole thing. This is the whole thing, and this is why I'm, I'm I'm grateful for my position. Yeah. Because there lies the power, and that is the real riches. Right? Don't get too sick. We like have a nice house. I've got that, nice car to drive, I've got that, you know. But the real power is when it's in here. You know what I mean? Not knocking money, because trust me. Money's a good thing to have. Yeah. Don't let no one fall you think it's not a good thing.
3: The the second thing you said was like going to, you, you said you get these itches or whatever like everybody does but you don't go for them so you sleep well at night and hearing you say that is quite impactful Yeah, because it's very easy to fall down a line especially like you're getting a bit more known and all these other, it's very easy to fall down this line and not do things, but to the fact to go to bed—that's really good to hear from you, because it's like right. They're two good things to follow. The only thing up, yeah. Sorry. Go on, go on, go on. The, the only thing I sort of challenge on is—is—is that—is the financial thing, right? Because my my mum instilled it in me. Look, you need this money to do this. We grew up. Sounds similar, like not, you know. And it uh, sounds like similar to you, right? From what you explained. Well, you started with nothing, didn't you? Be honest. Yeah. No, I had absolutely nothing. Yeah. I'm that's a
1: lie, though. With... You didn't start with nothing.
3: I, no, you're right. You're right. Can you
1: put that. a price on life?
3: Yeah, that's
1: true. Uh, can you put a price on life? No. You can't put price on your life. No. Yeah. That's the thing so when like when people yeah. I don't fall for that trap.
3: Yeah.
1: This is that a trick. Is. We have started You're right. rich. You're right. right. Right? we need to, we
3: need to change that from yeah. now. Yeah. You're right. right? We didn't start from yeah, nothing. That's yeah, true. You
1: didn't start oh we started, yeah. we started from nothing. We started from nothing. We started from nothing. That that, that that's bullshit 100%. Yeah. You've just changed synaptic
3: pathways in my neurons. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> keeping it 100. Yeah. You started
1: yeah. with let me tell you this. Yeah, I don't know if cute. any of you got children. got children? I uh, have, yeah. Got How da- many got? I've got a daughter. How old is she? She's nine. Nine, nine years old? Nine years old, Okay, yeah. you don't look like you could have a nine-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you, I feel like nine like, months, that's what I think, right? No, no, it's because no. Right. she's not here, she's in America. Okay. She
0: lives in America. With okay. My
1: ex-partner. Okay, but... Was you, was you present at the birth?
0: I was. Uh, no, well, funny story, I wasn't actually, because um, <laughs> the, um, the border control uh, refused me entry because I thought I was going to overstay my welcome when I was okay. actually going for the birth, yeah. It's because you so, look uh,
1: Hispanic. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. <But> tell him <laughs> about what
3: your missus did to get the to have the baby.
0: Uh, yeah, I, just, I don't really want to go into that. <laughs> right, but, cool. um, okay, okay, okay. Right. But it's, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't there for the birth, but she came over. Uh,
2: no months, children and no
0: three children. Three months later.
1: You two got long no kids, no, yeah? No kids. Don't worry. Yo, what you baron? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. I should say. You know what? I've got to stop. Yeah, let say, me apologize i say, to, you know, I'll tell you why because I remember I said to Wait some here, guy. I'm,
2: I'm laughing, but what does it mean? <laughs>
1: right, nah. I can tell by the way he's moving. He's yeah. like
3: like firing blanks or
2: something. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, going yeah. Going yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I I, I remember I'm to, <laughs> to sleep. Like there's a guy called Alan Lacey. You know I mean, God bless him. And like he made me his business partner. and We ran a gym together. The Royal Fight Club is very, very successful gymnasium in Liverpool Street. Right, and there was a guy, like one of the clients, and he was in there training. Um, and it was like it was white collar, all these snooty guys who'd like to get in and get bullied by this right. young guy from South London. It was really a cool. setup. And I said to the guy, What's the matter? Are you like, he goes, said, so, so, how many kids you got now? He said, He ain't got any. I said, What are you, what are you barren? Are you shooting blanks? And he, and then afterwards, he goes, Oh, you name know, me and Emily, we're trying to have a child, and, <laughs> oh, and I felt oh. really bad. Oh, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like you said, they really like we're going for IVF. That's funny. Like he so said, we're going for IVF and it's not working. And, da, 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 and yeah, but anyway, <laughs> it's the truth.
0: I shouldn't. So funny.
1: Right. Just, I'm sorry to the guy. Right, you know right, imagine, I, yeah.
2: It's so weird. a weird those conversations. I remember, having a conversation <laughs> like that with him. Um, <laughs> he's cracked him up. Well, I, no, no, no. It's weird when you have. You've been in this situation. It's like if you have a conversation where you say something, and even if it's positive. <laughs> Someone else on the other side can be... I remember having a conversation in COVID. I was on this uh, uh, phone to an agent in America. I and I was like, off. God, like, I've had the best time in COVID. I've been, I've got in shape. Price fight was moving forward. Yeah. Uh, you know, been looking after myself, no phone, this, that. And then on the other end, she was like, well, my mum's just died and so and so's just died. Uh, you know, yeah, of you COVID. And you just yeah. don't know where the yeah. line is. And you yeah. can do a joke like yeah. he's just done where right. someone else is like... Yeah, exactly. It happened.
1: Even worse than that, right? And um, send this him like my really good friend I got a guy alex l was a, he was a trader for for deutsche bank and I actually lived with him for a little while um and he's he, he was a white guy he's, and his dad his dad jeff was he was like oh like he's apparently his dad was a, bit, a bit racist, but he loved me to bits, kind of he goes, no, it's not. It's not those kind of blacks. I don't. I, I don't like. You know, do you like? Yeah, he goes. He goes like it's um, it's the it's the blacks who speak with a rustophearing accent. And I was trying to speak to him, brother. There's no such thing as a rustophearing accent. Yeah. But he goes like, but you know what I'm saying? like. Oh, but you're really all right. And like I spent loads of time with him, like minis that were really cool. So I ain't seen Alex in a little while. Alex comes down the gym. He comes down the gym to see me to do a bit of training. He comes. Put your accent on, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. My Rastafarian accent. Yeah. And I went to him like I went what. I said, I said, like, as your mom, yeah, you know I mean, his mom's name's Marcia. Actually, like is a predominantly black name, you know. whatever. he said, but like he said, like, um, yeah, his, his mum was great. And then he goes, I goes, so I said, I said to him, like, yeah. I said, as your old man, is he dead yet? His dad died. <laughs> 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 nah, seriously. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we we did, we did <laughs> bring him out of us because he he, right. he likes his, reactions. he likes you
3: stand up the way you did for yeah. it. Yeah. I thought you was gonna say you did a Rastafarian accent yeah. to his dad. I
1: was like, I was like, oh no, <laughs> like, like, that's the same yeah. joke so that we just That's so yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's
0: fucking brilliant. Yeah, you a hole after right, that. Right.
2: Wait, yeah. like, so what did you do after that? Did you go fuck? I'm sorry,
1: or You know what? Like, did you just no? You know what I No, I did. I just stopped coming man I just gave him a big hug man. I just gave him a big <laughs> because hug because he knew yeah. you were and, but, coming yeah, from a joke but the thing about it is you uh, found it very funny how so recent like, so, oh, how huh? <laughs> how recent was it Ooh. was it like you <laughs> know <Did laughs> what say it, was was about, a... it was about I don't know it could have been like six months oh, Right, up. but still but you know what I mean yeah. but it's one of them ones that it was like oh and especially like I should know better because like when my dad died like a year after me and him became friends and we was like really good mates like He'd take me to all these little golf clubs and all the rest of it. And, I got to, and we're still good friends. Up to this day, we're really good friends. Um, but you know what,
2: Spencer? He might not have had a hug, that guy. Do you, do you, yeah. you, when, you, when you hugged him, he might yeah, have thought, yeah. fuck, do you know what? No one's hugged me for a while. Everyone's been a bit... No, no, you, no, you, you never, yeah. know. You never I, know. I, I he, don't yeah. know. But yeah. what
1: I'm saying is he's a, he's a very, very good man. Very good man. But what I was going back to children, is like the joy that you had when the first time you held your daughter...
0: Oh, yeah, it was unbelievable. Right. Uh,
1: what, what if I support a price range on that how much how much would that be? it's
0: priceless
1: okay that's my case so then money so money. so, so, never, so then so that's what I'm trying to say to you so money isn't
3: everything it's like it's a story you tell yourself and the story sounds it's better not, yeah but no. started from nothing. what does Drake say These, started from the bottom now we're here
2: you Yeah, know, you start yeah, from nothing yeah. it's a better story in your mind if he doesn't say start from nothing he says start from the bottom
1: yeah start from the bottom right but I'm trying to say to you this starting from nothing thing that I don't I don't I don't believe that. Right, well, that's your words. I'm yeah, you. sorry. I'm sorry. not, no, it's, rolling, it's a I'm not rolling with it. I'm that not, agree. I'm not Spence, rolling. if if yeah. you could change, if you
2: could change something, what would you change? Like, if, if you had a like a position in political power or something, I'm really interested in what you do. What would be the first thing you do? I, I,
1: I'm not going to answer that. Because do you I'm not going to answer it
2: because I think you are so many. You tap into so many different I, areas. I'm
1: not going to answer that question, <laughs> Matt.
2: <laughs> Is it because you're going to you're going to be prime minister soon or something? Like. No, no, no. I'm
1: not. I'll tell you why I'm not going to answer that question because like.
0: Sorry Spence before, before you uh, go into that I've got a shoot because I've got a suitcase oh, it's and delivery sure yeah, to and go and get to fucking drop her off to the airport Yeah, yeah.
3: It's a pleasure meeting you
2: Alright
0: brother Take, Take care. care God yeah, bless you Alright all all right. See you guys soon,
3: See you soon.
2: Um, Yeah you're not going to answer that question No because I'm saying it's a compliment by the way Yeah I know it's you a are compliment. but
1: I'm saying like what, what would I really want to change the fact like this world hungers bullshit mate because they do have the food
3: Yeah Right. Yeah, more people are overweight than are starving. Exactly, right? So, is that true? yeah, yeah, that's mad. That's isn't a fact. It? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a fact. More people are overweight. <laughs> it's just the wasted food. Like, and I'm not. That's gonna tell crazy. Me. Yeah, like, that's
1: crazy. Do you hear about the wasted food that happens in Parliament? How much food is wasted a year in Parliament? It's ridiculous. In Parliament itself. Right. So, spare me on this. So, what would I want to change? Yeah, of course, I want to address this supposed trick of world hunger. You know I mean, I'd want to, I'd, I'd want to address that because, like, I've noticed, like, when we're seeing world hunger, it affects everybody of every skin tone of every tribe. It's affecting them, so that I'd want to change. But really and truly, what I'd really want to change is classism. I'd want to get rid of classism.
3: Define classism. No, I know, but it's I like want to hear, hear Spencer's definition.
1: I would, I would say that classism is deeming somebody beneath you when they're actually above you. That is okay. the true definition. But you're putting that above that person, then that's classism, right? So wouldn't you say that they're equal or, or no? No, they're not. Because the mere fact that you're putting somebody down or you're looking down on somebody, okay. they're already above you. Okay. That's the only reason why they're above both. Both, you. So, and, yeah. so, and
3: what would that be putting down? Are we talking about on the system or are we talking about interpersonal, like per, person-to-person in, level? In
1: person-to-person, system, the whole thing. So when... Thing
3: want to I change. remember watching, like, Kennedy give a speech and somebody said... I've mentioned this before, but somebody said, uh, aren't you a bit too old to run for president? And he went, look, I do not hold it against my opponent, they're his youth and inexperience. And he was so kind and polite. And now you watch, say, Trump and Biden and they're horrible. Like Kennedy or Reagan? I think it was... Reagan was the... Well, no no you're right it was Reagan I think it was Ronald Reagan yeah but you see like the, the people now and they're just horrible to each other these politicians it's not a good role it's not good for kids to look up to to say you know taking the piss out of his wig or this or that all the things about him aesthetically and they're just being horrible to each other is that well, well
1: that as well um, you gotta think this uh, this thing of how the world is now the world's horrible you know? yeah, yeah. No, seriously yeah. it, is, it I, I, is I agree yeah, yeah. I don't think you understand the joy that I get when I close my door and I'm and I'm Where yeah, I'm I'm around my kids. The joy that I get. Like as I walk into the house, how are my kids run in to hug me. Do you know what I mean? d I, I don't but I can feel yeah, 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 I'm just letting you know. Yeah. It's one day I'll invite you guys around my home and like you can have dinner and that, right? And and you'll see. Just like I'm just loved by my children. You know what I mean? I am so loved by my children. Loved by my, loved by my missus. Crazily. You know what I mean? Crazy. Being so supportive. Especially when my mom died, like, so supportive. For, like, kiss her feet. You know? But, if I could get rid of classism.
3: Did you always want kids?
1: Um, Yeah. Because, I saw my dad, how he raised me. My mom how she raised me. I like the thing of Family. Um, but you could want it so much And then when you do get it It's, it's not very easy It's difficult It's hard Right um, But Kids are important You know what I mean Kids Seriously They are so important Especially For me I'm saying Kids to be raised With cultural heritage pride Is a big thing To me It's a, it's a massive thing to me um, So to see my children like, so proud of who they are, you know? It was like, I remember my, my, my youngest daughter, she's four, and she was saying, because she she loves Frozen, and she was saying like, ah, oh, you know what I mean? Um, she, she wanted to be white, because one of the main characters in Frozen had this really long flowing hair and that, but so she wanted to be that character. And me at, uh, I don't know, 25, that would have been pissed off me. I would have smashed my house to bits, right? But me just like, you're a child and you're innocent, right? But that's not going to grow into you because you're going to find out about your real heritage, right? They come from us, right? But I'm trying to say to you, so like, just having that, that moment there with my daughter, and it's like, it was a sister that grassed her up, like, her uh, sister, Tyler, Tyler's six, um, Raya's four. So Tyler runs and she goes, ah, oh, um, um, Rhea says that she wants to be white, daddy. She wants to be white. Like, no, They don't want to be white. We're happy who we are. We're proud of our old skin. I said, you know what? I ain't failed. Come here. I love you to bits. No, kids, kids, are, kids, are, kids are amazing because kids don't see color. Trust me. It's, it's the parents' insecurities yeah. Yeah, 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 that yeah. see color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Children do not see yeah. color. I remember the first time my daughter came home from school and she described someone in her class and she never ever mentioned her colour she said ah oh, oh, um, there's Becky in our class I hear Becky I know it's white straight away but she's like oh, <laughs> Be- well, Becky in my class and, and she, she describes her hair texture you know what I mean she, um, she, 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 she would she would describe like her stature she described all those kind of things she wouldn't describe like well, she's black or white and I said wow let's imagine like if everybody was like that yeah, yeah we're having crazy. we're having it. And we're not we're not about. But then at the same time, as you get older now, I'm saying, like, well, if you were to not say that, oh well, I hate when people turn around and say, Oh, I don't see colour. You're lying. Of course you see colour. Yeah. You're meant to see colour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, because you two are both white, but you're different, you're different pigmentations of white. Yeah. Do you realize that you know? What I mean? uh, yeah. You're 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 more like you look like a workman kind of white. You look like <laughs> i guy on holiday next week, guy in a motor. Right, you got that colour. Yeah, the sun's caught you a little piece. You you get what I'm trying to say to you? Right. When people turn around and say, I do not see colour, that means that you're not seeing
3: who I am. Yeah. You'll probably make me rethink this story, but my uncle is uh, black and he had this thing on his wall when I was a kid. I used to walk in and it said... uh, uh, when white people are sick, they're red, when they're sunburnt, they're pink. And it said all the, it said when a black person's uh, sunburnt, they're black. Well, you know, and it said like, they the, stay the same colour. Then it said at the bottom, you have the cheek to call us coloured. Yeah, exactly. That's what my uncle put well, on his wall. And I, I really, always remember going in and reading it. Yeah. And, well, uh,
1: the thing, the thing about it is this, is just like, <laughs> the world's changing, man.
4: It is, yeah. And
1: I'm, I'm grateful that, that I'm, I've, I've said certain things that has rolled certain people out the wrong way. But you see, to my community, they're like, come here. We love you. man." Yeah. Ain't nothing better than that. I don't think there is, there is nothing better than that. Yeah. Nothing. So you can get into position and all the rest of it and you get in your position, but you say, then what are you, if you're not in a position to empower other people, then you shouldn't be in that position. I hate people getting positions, but they don't, they don't somebody else. Mm. So what they what they end up doing, they're actually short-circuiting, they're short-circuiting the powers of the universe. Short circuiting You're meant to get something. You are meant to pass it on. Because when you pass it on, it builds up interest. And when it builds up interest, it builds up momentum. So it's like a snowball. Yeah. And like I'm a big believer in what goes around, and comes around. You know what I mean? And we use it in bad luck. Yeah, what goes around comes around. What's just going to happen to him? No, 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 no. It's a good thing as well. it yeah. goes around comes around. We believe that God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, when it pays back, and it's your time to collect, it pays back in interest. And you actually do reap what you sow. So if you don't sow nothing, you ain't going to reap shit. Yeah. You got it, then you go dig and you put your seeds out and everything else. Then you have to, there, there'll be a harvest. And that's, Yeah. It'll be a harvest.
3: It's interesting because you know what you said about like it's nice when you shut the door and I can imagine that. And um I, I didn't grow up with a, a dad and the first thing you said was because you saw your dad. So because I haven't had that example, it's never pushed me to want to have children. But on on the next sort of subject is But you'd like, be a good dad, I think.
1: I think I would be. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah but um, why
1: you're saying like you because
3: you didn't grow up with your dad? Yeah. What did he die? He went to prison when I was like six months and then he uh, and then uh, I never ever ever saw him ever. And then he yeah, and then, you've he, never seen your dad? Never seen him. I've seen him twice twice but he wouldn't accept that I was his son he had another family he was not he was not
1: a good dude if I'm honest he wasn't a good dude so wouldn't you wanna like wouldn't you wanna like say like because you're a millionaire now wouldn't you like to say look dad you see see we missed that one he, he he knows and he knew and he had another
3: family and he just ignored that we existed and uh and he did die like two years ago and well, I phoned sorry him to up. Win, thank you thanks mate but I, I, it was nothing not a loss for me but I, I rang him it's still your dad
1: s- yeah you get what I'm trying but, to say to you, it, yeah. it, 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 you see like <sighs> how can you put it now I'm I'm speaking from, from from a position of I'm I'm raising a, I'm raising a child that is not biologically mine. Yeah. Right? And and it's like, you know, like you, you kinda get second chances. Because like when I was younger when I was boxing, I was with this absolutely aesthetically beautiful girl called Nikki and she had a kid. And, um, and she had a kid and I was me and her together for about nine years, ten years. And so that kid, he became my son. So we're, who's this little boy? Little boy was my son. Right, dad. And we, and we broke up, but I I didn't really treat her really well. You know I mean, I'm a lad. I'm young. Yeah, shagging everything that moves. Yeah, you know what I mean, <laughs> let this table move one inch. You see what's going on, right? Are we all in. <laughs> like, that's how I was. I was. I was I was really. How old are you? I was really bad. How old were you then? Uh, that was last week. No, I was saying. <laughs> you no, know, nah, um, then I was, what, 28, 29, 30, and then it just went, it went tits, right? right. And, yeah, it probably went tits. Being a, being a dad, it does it. It, it. it gives you a level of responsibility, and it also gives you a level of joy, a different level of joy. Different level of joy. That you can't, you can't really, I can't encapsulate into anything, but it's just that, that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mad sense of of pride. It's a, it's a mad sense of like, you are that teacher, you are that child's teacher and they will repeat the stuff that you see badly. Like my dad got married to my mom. My mom had a child prior to my dad getting with her. My dad raised my sister as his own. I haven't got a half-sister. My sister Elaine is doing really well for us, so she got MB recently as well. That is, she's, she must, that's my sister, right? But because my dad did it, then I'm like, well, then it's nothing to go, because I was saying in Jamaica, like, if you take the cow, you take the calf. So to me, those things ain't nothing to me. It's like, <laughs> do don't, don't, it don't mean nothing to me. And like other guys, they got kind of hang-ups over those kind of things, but I'm not that guy. I haven't got that. So, so with that,
3: like you were saying, like you know, you shut the door because it is like madness outside. All right, the stuff we were talking about, but I read there was five stabbings in London this weekend, four last weekend. I don't think it was. Oh, there was one at Notting Hill, but they were saying relatively compared to you know other areas,
1: it wasn't a lot. Or someone
2: a, died in Notting Hill. Yeah,
1: Nottingham. someone died. One person.
3: Was,
2: oh, it was, a, rap, it was a rapper as well. I don't know.
1: I don't yeah, he was a rapper. Yeah. Um, Nimbardi's his name was. 19 so or something. yeah, nineteen years old. He's so I know his family. Yeah, so straight away I rang his, his I think it's his cousin, um, Nina, but she wasn't picking it up for obvious reasons. But yeah, I know I know the kid's family, the kid that died. Really? Yeah. And you was going to say, so there's been these and There's what? been a lot,
3: yeah. So is that part of it? Because it just felt, I keep on seeing this stuff and it's obviously because the social media opens a lot of... <laughs> Uh, access to people but I keep seeing people driving in a nice car someone's on a delivery bike they've got a hammer they're smashing the windows in Ruff. it's gone to another it, but level but is, is, seen...
2: is that social media no. or, or is the world getting worse? So I've seen
3: three people that have been clubbed in the head one with a cricket bat one with a golf club for their watch and there was a is girl... your head hurting
1: now? It still hurting?
3: Yeah. <laughs> no my head's hurting now um, no but there, there was a kid on Fulham uh you know, nice area on the park, I can't remember what it's called. And he had a watch on, it was a cashier watch, it was a hundred quid, and they hit him with a bat. He's on. got
1: mental uh issues now. He's gonna be yeah, of course you are. You get hit on the head with a, base, with yeah. a baseball baseball bat.
3: Quid. We're not talking about like a hundred grand or forty grand, a hundred pound watch.
1: Yeah, but they don't obviously the, the, the perpetrators of that the the atrocity didn't know the value of that watch. They must have seen it. It must have looked kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. But like but what, but, what is they, that then? They, is that is that is that the world getting worse or social media just going like, it's no, it's not social, social media. media. No? Right, number one is this. Let's go deal with this side, right? Statistics for Notting Hill Carnival, Yeah. right? They had what? Um, 1.5 million people a day, they, yeah? They had a, a, a
3: million more than they had last year. So I think All it was right. more than one and a half million. Yeah.
1: All right, right. So over the two days, they had three million people, I think, or something like that, yeah? That's crazy. So let's go look on the other things at Leeds Festival. How many people died there? How many people OD'd out there? How do you, you know I mean yeah. they go look on the other things that went yeah. on right there's been so many things that's gone on yeah. but they go underneath yeah. the radar yeah. so why I'm are you trying you to, right? right, right. Yeah. everybody was talking everyone was talking about oh but there was a stabbing at carnival I'm gonna be real with you it's carnival shit's gonna happen yeah. young kids yeah. just don't know how to, to do you know what I'm trying to say to you they, don't, yeah. they need to just chill yeah. I'm, you know I mean I'm two and going years, there in gangs right, and shit yeah. right Exactly, but the gangs, the, the, the part of the gangs is also from a form of insecurity, but it's another thing for another story, another thing for another story, and I'm like, go on to that. But I can't, when like, oh, because the world's getting so bad and all the rest of it, I know a man, very really, well, it's a guy called Patrick, I ain't seen him in a hot minute, and I'm doing my shopping in, in, in Waitrose, and he walks in trolls and he just looked distraught. And I said, bro, what's the matter? Okay. Yeah, no, I'm really distraught. I said, "What's the matter?" He said, "They just murdered my son, right?" I said, "We talking about? I said, they stabbed my son in Croydon. My son got stabbed to death, and he was just dead to the world, right?" So, as much as I'm saying, like anything can happen anywhere, right? Yeah. But of this, this self hatred. And it is a self-hatred. It's a self-hatred where you could think to yourself that I would want to go and take a knife and plow it into someone. You know, Tyson Fury's cousin just got murdered. Yeah. yeah so, well, right? So, now we know that like, this is not like a black or white thing. Yeah, it's just... Right? This is like, it's a youth cultural thing. Right? And Culture hasn't got colour. Culture is just culture to what you assimilate to. You know what I mean? The music you listen to, the foods that you eat. You know what I mean? The, the the, what you what you find in your mindset as aesthetically beautiful, the things that you need, that you got to go yeah. for. You think like all oh, the cars and the chains and, blah, 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 and all the rest of that bullshit, right? So when you were seeing young people killing themselves, I could speak heavily on like for 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 like on in in the black community, and I'm saying like if these young men, and it's not my words, these are words of a great man called Marcus Garvey. If you only knew from the greatness of where you came from, you'd be less inclined to disrespect yourself. If these young kids, and I think this is applied to to, to, to to most of the young kids, if they knew of the greatness and the potential which they're coming from, where they're going to, they'll be less inclined for this disrespect. It's disgusting. And it, and it, violence. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's disgusting. And it's also cowardly. Do you know what I mean? Now, you know, you went to a boxing gym, you was doing your bits and all the rest of it. You know what I mean? You're a big guy. You know... Being disciplined enough to get up and go
3: to the gym. So how, how do you do this? Because sp- the words you're speaking uh, like, sound to me like what people need to hear. So h- h- how do you instill this in these guys that are going
1: out and doing this? You don't instill it into those guys that are going out and doing it. They're, it's not them. Because it's the whole culture that is actually run on fear. Why do you carry a knife? I don't carry a knife because, boy, a guy from different ends from me, he might have a knife. Yeah. So, therefore, I need my knife for protection. Right? I saw a fight outside my barbershop. There was a fight outside my barbershop, and this, this lady hit this boy, and there was fighting. School kid, school kid. There's a school kid, takes out a knife and starts stabbing. This is all on camera. All on, like, everyone's got their phone out. I say everyone's got their phone up. but no one weren't rushing to stop the youth from, from stabbing. And I'm saying? Well, you don't really want not rush in. the guy's got a knife in his hand. Yeah. Right. right, but somebody must have knew. These cowardly acts, yeah, it's because kids aren't focused on the end goal. They're not focused on it. You know what I mean? They're not focused on the end goal. And even more importantly, it's like someone always say to me, like happiness is not a destination, but it's a journey. Yeah. Right, it's a happiness in every part of the way. Yeah. Right, so if these kids knew just of their greatness of where they came from, the the, the just of the greatness, or even the fact of appreciating life, like I'm saying to, to to our guy Jay before he left down, what joy did you have when you had your child? How much what, what price would you put? And they said, "It's priceless, priceless." Mm-hmm. That's not a rare diamond, then. Priceless. So life within itself is priceless. So every single person that you're, you're encountering, they're not just millionaires or billionaires or trillionaires. Their money that they have or that thing of life, it's infinity. Because what I realized, my mom passing the other day, you're going to be dead longer than you are alive. Yeah, It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So the real life is death. Yeah. That's the real life. So it's the appreciation and don't think, oh, you live, get to a certain age, and then that's it, you're gone. No, no, no. It's never what you leave to someone, but it's what you leave inside of them. What you leave inside of them, that gives you eternal life. Your children's eternal life. You don't stop that. That is reincarnation. Then, yeah. Of course, it is. Your children are reincarnation. Yeah. And it's not, maybe not even your children that are oh, your biological to, but how you touch people in their heart. Yeah. You go to touch someone in their heart. Or someone turned around and remembers a quote of yours and saying, oh well, oh my guy said. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah. You don't die then. Yeah. Because you only die when you're forgotten. That's when you're dead. That's true. Very true. Right?
3: Yeah. Because you think about it in your own soul and your own physicality, but it's not. It's a lot more than that. You're going to live on in a million other ways.
1: Exactly. So, and this is this is where I know like, like if our young children just realize just how brilliant they were. And to, to be, become respecters of life. But then I've seen a lot of things that are broken down. When I was a kid, we had youth clubs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They were amazing yeah. youth clubs. I remember I was at the VNC. Right? Yeah, was table the basketball, pannies, play, yeah, play yeah, everything. Snooker, table yeah, yeah. tennis. You know what I mean? Break uh, dancing. Bar. Break
2: dancing. Bre- oh, yeah. come on, man. We yeah. had
1: all of that. We'd have like competition yeah. with other clubs. Yeah, where is that now? And the thing about it is this the competition that you had with the other clubs, it was never a physical thing yeah, it was healthy yeah, it was never yeah. like oh we're going to kick off and like oh we're going to fight you because yeah. those things broke down though we'd go to other we'd go like I, I had a fantastic childhood we'd, uh, we'd we'd leave from our area in South London in a minivan and we'd go to a youth club up in North London but what that did is just broke down barriers because like as you got older now you'd end up seeing that same person in a rave he said, rah, my man from... Yeah. And it was yeah. cool. Yeah. That's Government stopped those things, right? Yeah. Did they? Of course they did. They stopped the youth club, playing for the youth clubs and all the rest of it. So when those things got stopped, when those things got stopped, the youth centres... I'm not saying that things okay. still didn't happen. That's a tangible right. thing to exactly. fix. But when those things... Right. When those things got stopped, yeah. that's when all of this kind of... Because right. there was no more affinity. Yeah. There was no more like, oh, okay, there weren't that. Youth clubs, youth clubs, we'd have a football team. You're playing the next team from over in... West London, next team over in East London, da-da-da. Yeah. yeah, there's going to be rivalry. It's going uh, to be upset that you lost and blah-blah and all the rest of it. But then at the end of the day, we'll always talk, like, from, like, um, the, the, the people that run it, like, go over there, shake their hand. Mm. Right? And these things also came in from boxing. Mm. From boxing, like, there's guys who will be my friends from the amateurs who are going to be friends with me until we die. Do you know what I mean? From the amateurs. This is like when I was 13 years old. Mm. Right? Who... They would just yeah. They, they would just your guys. they were other guys from other clubs, but there's that affinity of respect. Yeah. But when we break down these things and we take away these things, then what is it? So it's like, you know, now not only are you are my rival, but you're not only my rival now. You're my enemy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Before we were just rivals, but you know, we'd be cool. Now, respect. You get older as well. Your kids know my kids. Right. Oh, my dad used to go to say book club you know, right? this yeah. is This But it it was it's a, it's a it's a universal thing. Yeah. But when we've taken that away.
3: All right. That's a tangible thing because my friend Luke, he set up a charity like fifteen years ago called Fight for Peace. I don't
1: know if you've heard of it, but he gets kids off the streets to box. I know Fight for Peace because yes. I went to one of their dudes um, it was a few years ago, they had a box event. Um, I'll tell you who was on the head table. Um Lem I'll on you to we'll yeah. him. On. Yeah, Glen McCoy was on it. There was quite a few. There was quite a few people I remember. Yeah, a few years ago.
3: Yeah, so he's a good friend of mine, Luke. But he set it up, and it's purely. He's just good intentions. Just one of those guys. Sure. Do you know what I mean? So that that's the sort of thing we need to see, and also these youth clubs. Like that's a tangible thing that you can say. Okay, let's have a look and see. Obviously, it needs government money, right? Because there's it, a million conversations we can have about that and where that's going.
1: The problem with that is people are living on their phones now. You know, it's no, but let's see. That's a whole thing. But you're saying, well, that's the problem that people live on their phones. Right? It's one of the problems. One of the problems. But the thing about it is this, that can also be taken away because when you're in the youth club and you're doing activities,
3: Yeah,
2: fine. Right?
1: It, it, it changes. I feel like, especially like to young kids, I've seen like, the importance of reading, seriously, the importance of reading. So important. Right? Yeah. Readers are leaders. I'm telling you this now, but young kids ain't reading no more. They ain't picking up books no more. No. And it, because it seems like a challenge, like, oh, yeah. oh, Right, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> there is power yeah. in reading a book. You open up a book. This is how you get acquired knowledge, right? Yeah. You open up a book. It actually resembles a bird. What do the birds do? Birds fly. Do you know what I mean? So your mental state of awareness is so heightened when you start reading because you actually fall in love with the literature. You fall in love with what you're reading. You could be reading some garbage, but you got reading like certain books that you're picking up and you're reading, and you do. You fall in love with it. Yeah. So the like, when you say, like, we're, we're engrossed in our phones, we're engrossed in our phones. We are, because even I am. I'm engrossed in my phone, right? I am. Every minute I'm seeing what's going on, I want to know the latest, what's going on in boxing, I want to know. Right. So we are. That, that is just the trick. But then sometimes you've got to bring it back to the root. And bringing it back to the root is bringing it back to that, that real cerebralness of, of 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 learning. And what is the best way to learn? When you really love something, yeah, it don't seem like you're, you know what I mean it don't? Yeah. Leaders so leaders, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Oh, man, it's some really inspirational
3: words there, man. Like I could do everything. that that like, is so all, so fucking awesome. Um, and, and like I love young kids to hear this. And I like the thing I do with the phone. Everyone says it's like a bad thing, but I'm at least three times as smart as I would be if I didn't have a phone because I use the phone for the right reasons most of the time. I'm reading a white paper. I'm reading Kindle or I'm on Audible and they're normally books that are
1: helping me. But no one's not going to argue with you. You don't know wait. No going to argue with you because you're a millionaire. So they're not going to say oh shut up what do you know you taught they're not, not, not going to argue with you do yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say to you they're, yeah. not, they're, not, they're not no one's going to say oh well no oh he's talking bullshit right now they're not they're going to say right this guy's. He, he, he's He's talking the truth he, sa- he
2: says that about people he says about people when, you, when you're when you training with people you said you want to take advice from people that actually look like they're in good shape rather than people that just you know not oh, yeah. in good shape.
3: Yeah, well, I'm an autodidact, so I'm, I've I've read, ev- I've taught myself everything. Like left school early, learned how to code when I was 11, and I did it all from reading books. And it wasn't anything I was naturally. So can used. you
1: explain what is this in thing? Because I'm all, I'm a bit of a dinosaur. Yeah, explain cool. Explain to me what coding, because you know why? Because <laughs> right? like on YouTube, it keeps coming up. Like I've got the same account as my son, so I watch everything that he does. Oh, yeah, like, so you, you see. You, it, you, yeah. yeah, you got to keep your eye on these little bastards, right? Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. like, I get water, Sorry, is that right? Right. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm there, and I'm sitting there, and I'm watching, and I'm like, and he keeps saying right. Teach your child how to code. Yeah. I say, teach your child how to code. I don't know how to
3: code. (laughs) So you're talking, please explain to me what coding is. Okay. So I bought a book and it was called Sam's How to Teach Yourself How to Code in 30 Days. Now there's lots of languages, just the same as there's lots of languages that we speak, right? But there's, so every language does something slightly different, but you can learn how to code web pages, for example, and you've got to tell a microchip how to do something with what's called like a syntax. And you've got to... Te- so this microchip is the hardware in the computer, right? And that sits there and it sits in a computer and it's ready to be programmed. You then write your code to make it do anything. So the most simplest thing would be line one, um, print, uh, double quotes, hello, Spencer, double quotes. And then now line two, go to line one, right? So that, that's almost in English, right? right? If I then press run, it would say, hello, Spencer, hello, Spencer, hello, Spencer, on a screen, that's in its most sort of – it does go more basic than that. But I can then print it and say, like, if you go to a web page, and I wanted to ask you about your meta-visionaries. Like, like, say you go to a web page. I've been doing research, yeah? Uh, do a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, you, and you go to a web page. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone's coded, you know, the back from the most simplest thing, the background colour, the, the font, the text. All of that's been coded to work in Chrome, to work in Internet Explorer, and that's all code. And so and
2: it's just writing in
3: English? Just writing it. – well, it's not English, it? It. Yeah, so you've got basic, you've got visual basic, you've got .NET, you've got, like – like hundreds of different languages right but you can literally get a notepad on your phone right for some that don't need to be compiled you can get notepad or what you can even write it in word on your on your thing and you can write the code and then you can basically save so it so in the basic form for no one that
2: knows what it is especially yeah. me and spencer yeah it's writing the computer what to the the chip or the computer what to do yeah
3: so right. anything you see like is comes from code even that boxing machine when it when it says you know you hit it there's a pressure sensor yeah, 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 and it yeah. says however hard i'm hit tell the code to show these LEDs on the screen the number. So coding gives you everything has been coded, your phone, there's an operating system, iOS. So ev- so go that's the most basic, and then it goes watch to... Watch or not? The mo- ev- yeah, unless... Well, watch runs off of a, what's called a quartz crystal, and it oscillates up and down at like 10 to the 16 times a second. And then... It, so it can be completely mechanical. Right. A digital watch will use some lines of code right. to display. But then to the most complicated, you've got artificial intelligence, which is, my, in my opinion what is like the most complex version of code, which is like building neural networks and building like real complicated stuff. But you start off with a basic like, and and it's called basic. So you could show your son or your daughter, whoever's interested, like to learn. And there's loads of courses online. And if they've got a natural inkling, which I don't think I did, I just loved it. I just love being in front of a computer screen. You can either be really good or you can just push like I did and problem solve and problem solve. And it's basically just trial and error. Keep on trying all these lines. And I would just sit there for days and days until I could get it to... Upload a database or build an e commerce websites when I was sort of oh, third. Okay. So, yeah, anything like that. And now it's probably more you'd want to learn. If I was going to teach someone to code, I would say learn how to code smart contracts, which is like the back end of Ethereum or other cryptocurrencies. Um, because then you can say, right, I want to build uh, my own cryptocurrency and you can launch That's it. You've done that, you, you? I've done it. it, yeah. You build your own cryptocurrency. Yeah. I have, I've got my own <laughs> crypto called Movie. Yeah, okay It's called MovieCoin yeah. MovieCoin And the yeah. website's MovieCoin.com So we, we built we our That's own. right We'll just
1: put this down
3: there. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah so, that, that's like, so if I was like If I had kids I would teach them How to do code smart contracts you said, need to have kids They're not that It's not actually As difficult as right. You would think Like I actually don't think It's that tricky But you'll have
2: guys you, If you're doing that Metaverse stuff You'll have guys That would have yeah, done I I have, that as well Yeah but the thing about it,
1: Most of the guys Who I work with They're all in Doha and Qatar And Right India, uh, yeah. India. But the thing with like well metavisionaries, the the guys that put it together, they're actually from Oxford. And I did I flew around the world with these guys. I went to Pakistan, um, went to Bosnia and Herzegovina. I went to quite a few places with these guys as like, Oh, Spence, could you get involved with this? And it was nothing to do with Meta it was like, Metavision is something that came after it. Okay. They were like, Spence, you can really talk, you know. So like we need a guy like you and like you've got a name, so you want to get involved. And yeah, fair play. Um, this guy Wassim him, Ahmed, I said, yeah, boy, send me a contract, we'll see what it's worth. And in fair play to him, he did. And yeah, it's, I've had great fun with that. And great, what
2: is great it? Like, we got time? What, what is it? What does it actually do? I don't know anything about it. You, oh, the MetaVision.
1: MetaVision is actually like,
2: like, you've got a Metaverse.
1: It's one of your companies
2: you're doing. Yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, right. So I run, I'm head of sports and entertainment. So what MetaVision is actually doing, they've, they've teamed up with Jim Green, who was one of the head scientists for NASA, who's now they're, they're head scientists, and they're bringing things to the metaverse, which is all for education, where we can link children from all around the world, or young adults all around the world, young people all around the world, so they can all link up and they can all learn together. So we've got some really exciting things. We're doing something with NASA right now, um, and we're kicking a ball from the space station up in the in from, from.
3: This is all in VR in the metaverse. How, no, how? we're
1: actually doing it. Oh okay. Actually doing it. Wow, it okay. Kicks from there and it's going to land in the World Cup. So it's wow. a, yeah yeah it's going to land there. Yeah. So uh, we're getting quite a few people on board for that. Um hopefully by the end of this week we'll have some big footballing names, legend, okay. legendary names to 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 be on it with us as well so it's been great johnny nelson's involved in it as well he's one of our brand ambassadors yeah yeah. we've got quite a few we've got loads of people from music inside of it as well who are helping us and and pushing things so i was like i am it's a it's a really really cool time for me because everyone my dad always say you got harder than everybody else and and i just realized that you just got to work smarter than everybody
2: Smart, yeah,
1: that's all. Yeah, you know I mean, this, this hard work, you don't work you just go work smart. You
2: can work, there's a thing you can work smart for. The,
3: I think the, the smartest you can work is, you know, even per day is like you work four hours a day, you can
2: work, you can
1: work more than I'm like, in the
3: middle of that one, and I know, I know I'm wary of time for your time, Spencer. Because I wanted no, to ask bro, you something. it's
1: cool, man. You sure, all yeah, right, we're blessed. We're all blessed. Right, thank
3: you, mate. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm in two minds on this working smart, working because I remember I was working stupid hours, 20 hours a day, and I read uh, Mark Tim Ferriss's book on the four hour work week. And it said, you know, just work smart. And I definitely think, you know, working smart. But I don't know one guy that I can think of that is okay. Killing no, they it. all work hard. Yeah, they're working. Yeah. In, like you know, do. do you know who I love? Do you know Steve Harvey? Yeah, comedian. I love. It,
1: yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, but he's a talk show host, and he says like the most inspirational stuff. He
1: sold enough of my shit. I'm gonna be real with you. Really? I swear for God, right? <laughs>
3: I think he's like the best man on the internet. I love him. Right, man. let uh, me tell you. this. Let me
1: tell you this. Right. Let me tell you, you know Les Brown, the motivational speaker? Yeah. 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 yeah, Les, yeah, yeah right, yeah, Les yeah, Brown. So I I um I've been blessed to be mentored by Les Brown. Okay. And and maybe he's just great mind. So I'm looking right, but he says something about you're driving a car. So I went to go see, I was I was um I was hired to be a s um, I don't know, like a a get up and go kind of person. I'm like a motivator to a billionaire. Cause he said, like, I like all your clothes, Spence. Would you want to come over? Um, and um, they were out in Bali. Would you want to come over and and just be with me? And, like, you know what I mean? Because I'm that kind of guy. Come on, we can do it. You know what I mean? Even, like, when I was managing fighters, I'll convince you that you're going to win a fight. You may not. I'll convince you to run through that wall. You may not go for it, but you're going to do your best to run through it. So he's like, yeah, but I want you around. So I'm really cool. because like, they're paying me mad money a week. and I had a quote, like he said, like, the first thing he said, like, yeah, I've done some things in my time. and Like, I've done some bad things as well. And I said, what well, did he say? When you're driving your car, you're concentrating, you've got two pieces of glass in front of you. You've got a rear view, rear view mirror and you've got a windscreen. You focus on a rear view mirror, that's your past. Try to drive your car. You'll crash. You'll die. Yeah. Right? You will. Yeah. You concentrate solely on what's in the head of you. Yeah. And you'll drive your car. Yeah. Then about two years later, I see Steve Harvey say the same thing. And I said, that's mad. That's mad. Either wow. heard it and stole my shit yeah. or, but then also there's a guy, Brother Ben X, who's really massive on, on um, Instagram. He said the same thing. But I said, maybe it's just great minds. You know what I mean? And it is, but that, that adjective is like, yeah, you're driving your car, what do you focus on? Yeah, yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. we spoke right. about it, didn't we. Because if you, yeah, yeah, if you don't but want to be saying, Steve with us. Harvey, he's 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 bad. He's bad. He's yeah. he's incredibly good. Yeah, yeah, he's
3: a. He, I think he's a good. I think he's a good role model. With what he says and what he speaks about, and like trying to push everybody. I'm, you look good for
1: your age, you know. Thank you, mate. Seriously, Thank I'm you. gonna be real. You know white people don't like age too good? I'm gonna be real. They don't. They don't. You know what? Yeah, yeah, mean, yeah. Everyone Black don't yeah. crack. It's the yeah. truth. But, yeah, it's, true. Yeah. but no, it's true. I know lots of them that sell it, but I'm trying to say to you, I can say that you can't. Thank you. Right, how old are you? I'm fifty next year, mate. Really? Yeah, you look great, years. man. As well. That's a, <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> so bad. Yeah, I know it is. You just oh, feel, I'm the just... youngest. I look the oldest. No, yeah, you got no <laughs> lines.
2: Even
3: yeah. Julius had no lines the other day. On his, I was looking at his skin. There, he's got really? no lines. Yeah, no nah.
1: Botox. Nah, yeah, Julius lives on Botox. Uh. <laughs> 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 I was be like, what? That's why he lost his head no, yeah, well, we, we, do, we need to get some. I'm, Botox. Know, I'm known Julius Francis. I mean, a little kid, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm known Julius Francis. He's great. Yeah, he's a very used to be a BK Movers. That was a boxing club that he came out of. And I was at the Lynn, um, but Julius was, he was older than me. But I remember when he turned professional and he was following his journey, I remember like first time seeing Julius on TV was a big thing for me. Yeah. Um, he used to do a lot of sparring with one of my friends at the time, Danny Williams. And I used to watch them and then they actually fought as professionals twice. So yeah. What, what, what do you think
3: of this, uh, I don't want to call it influencer, YouTube boxing? I think it's good. You think it's good, yeah. I think, it's, yeah. Good. I think it's good. I,
2: yeah. I, 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 yeah, I think it's good as well.
3: I love how like, because the way I see it, right, when we spoke about doing a podcast ages ago, there was like 100,000 podcasts. Now there's two and a half million podcasts, right? So everyone thought it was too late a few years ago to start one. And now you're like, okay, with this three million now, it's probably going to be 20 million in 10 years. YouTube's probably going to, everything on in that line is growing bigger. More people watch Joe Rogan than watch people on terrestrial TV. So if everything's going that way, and I know not every boxer likes it, it seems to me like if you've got people that are going to de- dedicate themselves like Jake Paul, it's just going to go bigger and bigger and bigger. They're, well, they're,
1: well, the thing about it is this, this is my thing. This is. If it is bringing eyeballs to a sport that I love emphatically, you say, "Oh, it's boxing," and, da, 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 and all the say, Yeah, it's cool. You know what I mean, and they can talk some real like. What is they've taken elements from U- um, not UFC? They've taken elements from WWE.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and the media and the spectacle, yeah, yeah and the, they've, the they've, and, they've, right, and they've merged this with professional boxing. Yeah, with with Jake Paul and what's his brother's
2: name? Logan Logan, Logan Paul. And right? you know, just on that, that what what that only came along every 10, 20 years in boxing, Mike Tyson had that, yeah. had that right. like right. moment. Yeah, okay, yeah. great.
1: And then yeah. it drops and it then drops. you have another moment and it right. drops. But this is... But what, what these guys are doing, uh, look at KSI's fault the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Roadblock, A roadblock. It's only because we was having, I had all my family around but I didn't go, right? He sold out the O2. You sold out the O2 and everybody was there. Every name rapper, every name, everyone was down there. I mean, all of, all of pro fighters, do you I mean? Jake Paul was there as... So Logan Paul say, yeah. right, so I, I'm not knocking it because he's bringing eyeballs to the yeah. sport, right? But don't get confused. I think this is real boxing, right? right? Don't be confused yeah. and say, "Oh well, I want to go in with a real professional fighter and see because you'll get badly hurt." Right? I'm just, I'm just right. right. So it's a great spectacle right now until something goes wrong. It's levels, right? There's levels to this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I am saying is, with Jake Paul, Logan Paul, KSI, because they're quite wealthy guys they can get the best training.
4: Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. And all you've got to be is dedicated to something. Yeah. Over 14 days, you're going to start to see the results. Exactly. Listen. Is that true? 14 days? 14 days. Right? You know, dedicated, dedicated psych, so, yeah. psych, psychologically, yeah. 14 days. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to reprogram yourself at anything? Do it for it's, 14 it's, days. No, it's 21 days. You know what I mean? Right, 21 yeah. days. You yeah. want Atomic re-
3: habits, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Wow. You know, I'm, obviously you going to know. Right, you want to reprogram yourself, Right it takes 21 days.
3: Yeah, neuroplasticity of the brain changes after about 21 days. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And then your, your, what's it? Your, 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 your neural senses completely change. Yeah. Once you reprogram yourself and I'm like, and it's not easy. It was like every morning I get up, as I get up, I say my prayers, then I go and I, I, I read for, I read 45 minutes. Then my day starts, but I'm up early, I'm up like half four. Right. But really, this is what I do. So because I do that, it gives me a head start over everybody else. But it just beautifies my day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Beautify my day much like I'm, like, for the people who you connect with or the people that you, you draw into your life. Life and death's in the tongue, right? But I'm, I'm such a firm believer of what you think about, you bring about. You know what I mean? And, and what you worry, you marry. Right? Mm, that's true. What you worry Mary? yeah. Right. That is it. What you worry about, you. that's you. That's your thing. That's your girl. Yeah. That's your guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's your partner. Right? So it's the, it's the elimination of worry. It's not easy to do. Right? But once I start to figure out, right, I'm just going to eliminate worrying about stuff. You know what I mean? I'm going to, and like, affirmations are strong things. You know what I mean? Aff- affirmations are, like, I'm talking about Steve Harvey. Like, affirmations are so, so, and you have to make those affirmations in your life. And once you've made those affirmations in your life, then you've got to start to walk in that direction of it. Wor- um, it's interesting because worry is different to fear, right? So,
3: and I, like, yeah. I really like that. I've not heard that before. I hear eliminate fear, eliminate fear, which is hard. But eliminating worry is good because worry is what causes stress. Yeah. So, eliminating worry is the one. Yeah. And you're doing that mainly by affirmations.
1: And just mainly, by affirmations. Yeah, mainly by affirmations. Mainly by telling yourself how beautiful you are. Mainly by telling yourself how great you
3: are. Self love. Mainly,
1: uh, mainly, yeah. Mainly by telling you how rich you are. Mainly by main. You know what I mean? It's like the concept of having the things. Listen, like before you became a millionaire, you had a millionaire mindset, right? Hundred percent.
3: Before you, so, yeah.
1: before you became, yeah, there's no doubt, right?
3: That I'd be not basically. I was supposed
1: to say, Any Joshua this Monday, right? So he must have just landed back, and I get a phone call in the early hours of the morning. I'm saying, "Bruh, it's a bit early for you." So I get a phone call and it's Annie Josh at 7 o'clock in the morning and me and Annie Josh were talking and I said bro you've already won but it goes on oh, but I lost and I let down so many people I said what are you talking about you let like down you, you, you now live a better standard of life you can look after you. I said do you look after your mother he said yes have you given your, your sister a different kind of lifestyle he said yes I said is your son looked after he said yes I said what are you worrying about he goes "But if it's just about getting the money then it'd be thinking I said what are you worrying about I want to be an undisputed champion. I feel like I've let down the past grades. So I feel like i let down Mike Tyson. I feel like i let down Lennox Lewis. I'm kind of shocked because he called Lennox Lewis a clan in the past. But so I feel like i let down Lennox Lewis. He went for it. So I feel like i let down these guys. Yeah. But I said, bro, carry on worrying about it and it'll kill you. Yeah. You know what I mean?
3: That's so true.
1: Yeah, carry on, carry on worrying about it. I, you know I, I, mean? I want to replay that. That's, oh, God, that's right? fucking great. Right? Yeah. Let me tell you this. Like, I only want people to realise this now, Right? What they say that we have, how many, how many, we got 23 hours, 56 minutes and four seconds of a day, right? That's what they say, right? Why
3: that, 56
1: minutes and four seconds? You have to ask the scientists that came up with, that's how much we, time we've got, that the, that, the, that the earth moves on its complete axis, yeah? Yeah, it's 364 and a quarter,
3: not 365 days, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah,
1: yeah. right? So, in that time span, I'll say to any of you, I mean, Jay, Matt, one more second of that day you can't do it. It's impossible. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's so do you know how blessed you are to say that you've actually experienced that day? Yeah. You know, what I mean? do you know how grateful I am to be with you guys right now? You know what I mean? Grateful for the simple fact that the energy is right. Yeah. Right? So what is it? The more gratitude that you express is the more abundance that you experience. Right. Right? So when you say that, okay, then, well, I'm living abundantly. Abundantly means like, You've got more than enough.
3: Yeah, the mindset.
1: Right. Yeah. So it's the mindset to say, right. Yeah. So this, you worry, you marry, yeah. it's is serious. Yeah. I love that. And
3: also on that, like if you, like from a scientific perspective, that's really helped me in my mind what you just said. But from a scientific perspective, I think every time like sperm goes, you know, into the egg, there's like 4 billion, right? So it's like a one, I'm going to get the numbers wrong. A one in 4 billion chance. There's 100 billion galaxies, right? We don't know that life exists on any of them. When you start whistling but all they the do, num- but they do, yeah, of course, probably, they do. yeah, no, no, but- no, no, they, they do, they, okay, of they really, okay. Do. yeah, okay. they do, but but all right, we're not in our universe, not in the Milky Way. There's nothing in our galaxy or Andromeda nearby. There's they don't see anything. But if you if you look at all those numbers and whittle everything down, the chances of you being here right now are like infinitesimally
1: small, like so many zeros on. Rob, now you're talking my language. Let me tell you this. Thing, yeah. Right? <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me let me let me tell you this. Thing, right. <laughs> That's so true. You have more chance of winning a lottery at its smallest point of that sperm meeting the egg. Yeah. Yeah? Oh yeah. At its smallest time, like 15 times over. Right? It's like to, to win a to win the lottery is like one in one in 14 million. Something like so that. It's yeah. mad, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So imagine like for, so what's that telling you? The numbers in itself, you know what I mean? And and numerology is God's coding, right? The chance of you being born, you right now, you being who you are, you being who you are, me being who I am, the chance of me being born, like it's just a crazy ratio. Yeah. Even more so, like my mom and dad tried for thirteen years before I was born. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Seriously, my dad thought, "Shit, I must be barren." No, barren. My, no, that's, no that's I was trying to figure it yeah. I must be barren. No, right. So you being born. You're the real winner. Mm. But we've reversed it to put everything on the material. Yeah. But, but the material is like, where does material come from? Everything that we see, everything that we see, this table, oh, this microphone, everything came from someone's where? Yeah. Came from someone's foot yeah. pattern. Everything. Right? And I'm not, uh, what do you say in, in scripture? Jesus said like, as a man thinketh, so is he. You know what I mean? It's your foot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it says in scripture, and I'm not Christian, but I like to roll with the scripture right now. Yeah. Right? But it says in scripture, that the kingdom of God is inside every man, yeah. right? We'd have to change it now, but every female is all, well, right? The kingdom, you are a king. Your dome, your dome is the kingdom. Yeah. Your thinking is the kingdom. Yeah. Your thinking defies whether you are a king, you are a queen, whether you're a prince, whether you're a pauper, you're thinking. Nothing more than that. Yeah, we are right? our, our minds. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's his name? Chris Blackhall, the guy who, who, from Island Records who had Bob Marley? No. What's all, Chris Blackwell? It's very yeah, famous. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Chris oh, Blackwell. Right? names. Chris Blackwell said, like, when he met, I didn't know that because I saw the play recently. Right, the Whalers. Right, when he met <laughs> yeah. the Whalers. Right, it wasn't Bob Marley and Wailers, they were just the Whalers. He so said they walked into his office and they walked in like they were superstars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were nobodies. Yeah, they walked. We like right, yeah. they walked in with that. Yeah, yeah. That's how they walked in.
2: Yeah,
1: and it was like he was like.
2: In the play, they even made a joke about that. They're like, we oh, the they? biggest thing in Jamaica, like that, and they were yeah. just like, you know, like...
1: Yeah, but, uh, but, yeah. but they were. But yeah. if you think how tiny Jamaica is, it's yeah. like from one end to the other, like so 150 miles, right? That's a very small place, yeah, yeah. right? That's like from here to Birmingham. Yeah. So it was the fact, like, they were proclaiming who they were going to eventually be to the world. They were already inside their hearts. So I see this with loads of people. They were already it inside their hearts Muhammad Ali's a great one I am the greatest he didn't believe he was the greatest then you know what I mean he but said he, that as I he said right. there's no way I believed I was the greatest right, exactly but, yeah. but he made that affirmation so much yeah. until he became the greatest yeah right I remember when Floyd Mayweather came out with, with uh, TB right yeah. the best the best ever and I'm like yeah, brother <laughs> but now people are actually saying Floyd is the greatest fighter of all times yeah pound right? for pound yeah. pound for pound greatest. right yeah but that was the fact of him making that affirmation Right till every the whole rest of the world caught up and he caught up himself, and that's the power. So like you mean like you know uh, what's it? Um, Dave Allen, he's got some audios on uh, YouTube. The power of I am, and I gave the fire. No, 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 No. no. and (laughs) I gave no not the fire, right? And it's not the comedian either because that's right. But and I would say to everyone, like go and listen to the power of I am,
2: because I am. Yeah,
1: because it's like there's loads of I am's and. Anything that you put after it, that is what you have and that's what you become. And I'm telling you, like you keep on telling yourself these things, right? You keep on telling yourself these things. You know what I mean? And as my guy, Tundia Jai, he was saying, dream it, believe it, become it. But you actually do become it. You become it. You become what you think, what you feel. Another guy who, who, who I would say Chris Eubank Sr. He was that guy. He just believed that I remember, like, Charlie Magri was a, was a former WBC flyweight champion, right? And I think it was, like, 84, 85 he became world champion. And Charlie Magri said, like, he was working with Chris Eubank then. And he said, I'll tell you a story about bloody Chris Eubank, right? Yes, Rog?
3: Go on, mate. All right, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Paul's got it. It's fine, keep it,
1: cool. No that's, that's all right. right. <laughs> I thought that's Charlie Magri. <laughs> I thought that's Charlie Magri.
3: Imagine. Go and ask he's the him. He's man in East London. Yeah,
1: go, go and ask him if you remember Charlie. Right, do, you remember...
3: do you remember Charlie Magri?
1: Yeah, I remember Charlie. <laughs> See? I told you. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> have a seat Charlie. have a seat we've got to talk <laughs> about Charlie go on he's Charlie he, oh, exactly. you yeah. pub you? yeah no, no Charlie, Charlie Charlie's my old trainer
3: Charlie's
1: got smooth Charlie's got smooth yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Charlie Magoo was ah. Oh, no, I'm good he's proper he had Yep. Victoria proper. didn't he yeah he yeah. Well.
3: Yeah. good Rog yeah
1: yeah, he oh, no, had yeah, yeah, in Bethnal Green. No, no, it's
3: all right. no, no, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the. Uh, the the
3: taxi drivers stop. No, woman, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Every black taxi driver goes past, stops, says he's the nicest man in East London. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone talks to him, brings <laughs> him presents.
1: It's not bad, is it? Commu- yeah, well, I ain't seen him in a little while. Um, last time I seen him was about four years ago. <laughs> but he's yeah, I have got a lot of time for Charlie. Man. Now yeah, I've got a lot of time for him. He's
4: all, right.
3: all right, see you in a bit, Rog. All time right, items. mate, you take care. God bless, sir. Cheers, Roger. <laughs> see you, mate. i won't oh, Rog. Thanks, mate. Don't like me in the <laughs> That's hilarious. Just covered in and... I know we're going. Next. What are you working on at the moment? Is Metavisionaries meta your main thing, or are you doing any? Other? I was going to ask that. Like, what's your what's your My main thing?
1: Yeah, yeah, Metavisionaries, and um, I just started a production company. No way. Yeah, just a, uh, yeah, we're making films. You know what? The reason being is this. There's a young man who I used to mentor while I was at Sky, um, Isaac Narty. And he won, last year, he won a BAFTA for, was it, um, Life on Rhymes? That program on Channel 4. Right. So it was his dream. And like, I used to see this guy. So every week, I'd go and give motivational speaks speeches to the young kids who'd come in at Sky. Every week, I'd go into because Sky, Sky Academy. So I'd go down there while I was working at Sky. I'd go in there. Wasn't prompted do I just wanted to be a young kid. So I'd go in there and then. Yeah, so Isaac would be like, writing down my bars and that. Really good poet. Really, really fantastic poet. Okay. So then he came in. He was like, after oh, for ages, he was saying, like, let's put a production company together and like spent Like when he told me, like, oh, we've been nominated for a BAFTA. So it's him. Yeah. Who else is in it? What are you going to be making? You making what are you going to make? We're making movies, film, films. making making films, making um, sitcoms, documentaries, all the rest of it. So he come and says, "Spence, because I'm just mad, I'm just a mad networker." Like, yeah. you guys we'll, we'll have was, to link up, but yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: you should be doing, in my opinion, I hope you don't mind me saying this, right. like, I could take this, I, like from everything you said, like it's so inspirational what you say. I feel like you should be doing nothing but organizing the biggest boxing matches with in AJ's corner, whoever the biggest bo- British boxer is at the time, being a huge motivation, a, a, a Tony Robbins type on stages and with people there, with young men listening to exactly what you're saying and then getting funds to do charities, to bring back, um, youth centers. Those...
1: Well, that's, that's a, that's a lot to do right now, but, <laughs> I I ha- but I'm TV feeling, felt. I'm fe- Of course I'm, but I'm feeling the energy. I ain't gonna lie to you. I am feeling that 1 million percent, but, um, I don't know, I kind of lost my. Sure, anyway, no, so, I, I, anyway, so Isaac yeah, yeah. So he goes, Yeah. So oh. he's he's made this. He, he said, yeah, We started the company. So he started the company last month. Wow. Uh, and it's because of my network pool. So I'm getting all these young kids who are coming who are trying to make films and all of it. Mm-hmm. And I go out and I get funding. And da, 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 da. so that's what we just started then. So that is going to be one of my major things that I am doing. But because our story needs to be told. And I also know quite a few people in the film industry who I've been fortunate boxing's been incredible for me because yeah. it I gave, gave me a massive network it's boxing why I'm here right now right so it's giving me a massive network and you know when people say oh your network is your net worth and you know what I mean you got a network to get work and blah 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 you actually do but when you've got a name it's a lot easier yeah because yeah. people actually bring stuff to you yeah you know what I mean sometimes probably yeah. sometimes things can really germinate you don't, and, it's,
2: especially in films you don't realise even when, I'm, when I've am when i put films together the easiest thing, the, the thing—not the easiest thing—but the thing I always go back to, I just go right. Let me just look through my phone book, because you don't realize how many people you're connected to, how many people can help you, and even like the, the amount of times I've gone by one person who I thought, okay, they'd never invest, but they end up doing, or I haven't spoken to this person for a while, but you know, they would be really helpful or useful. It's such a, it's such, it's so important, especially when making films. I've, I've found. Right, I, I find, right. listen, know, like I've been said doing again. it ten years. Well, so. well
1: you did that with that film there, bro. Absolutely. That's why I come out of my house. Seriously, because I actually respect what you've you, you done. But now i met Jay, It's different. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just different because I can feel the energy. Thank you. And I, I'm just being raw. I'm just a big, I just roll with energy. You know, you just yeah. know, you know when you feel it. Yeah. yeah. When you feel it. It's so
2: true. You yeah. know it. It's like so you think, like,
1: right, nah, this guy's a kind of cool guy. Nah, it's,
2: nah, it's proper cool. We had, some, we had someone on the that's other day, lovely, at, at Sally, we had a woman on and she just came in, she left me voice notes after, and she, and she keeps saying the same thing, give me the guy's numbers, I feel the energy, it's good, it's great. Right, it's, it's and it sounds it's like, real. It, sounds, it sounds, you know, sometimes it's so people like watching and listening, it, sometimes it sounds weird for men to sit around and say that, yeah. but like, fuck yeah, it. I mean, it, it's it it just, thing, it's just yeah. we got to get
1: over that you got to get over well. that, yeah, exactly. got to get over this yeah, nonsense, mate. Yeah. 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 you got to get know, over this nonsense. It
2: doesn't feel weird for us because we're just, we've got that side but yeah. it, it's it it seems like yeah you're right you just got to get over that and just you if you feel something that. say Seeing it what matt did but <laughs> right, i remember like when
3: i went for audition that's how we met on this first film the he's, director, he's the seen Grand me, you've seen me close You've seen
2: me close two films when okay, you're going yeah, to a I've closing like, yeah, yeah. you're
3: you involved all the finance
2: and, and i yeah. produced and, and was, he's been there with me I've so what it.
1: sorry took so what was the other films that you closed on
2: i've done i've done five feature films in five years
1: you're a gangster yeah. <laughs> and you right now I you do really like he does look a little bit like Clark Kent doesn't he <laughs>
2: <laughs> he looks like he's down so right? I, I you know I've been doing this 10-12 years and I, Clark I just, <laughs> I just Clark, I'll take Clark Kent and I did loads of shorts and when I moved into features then that's where you've got to raise money you've got to prove to people that money can come back on this kind of stuff so James was sitting with me a couple of years ago on Duke which he was also involved in and I remember you can t- say this because you just saw me you like it's so out. when you're closing a film you have a window you have a finance window to raise the money and close it because cast availability and all this. And I'll, you know, yeah. if there's any help you need in that, I'll, I'll, I'm, you know, I'm a very, very good closer. That's a really good thing that I've specialized in because I just kick ass with lawyers and everything. But you've got to deal with lawyers, you've got to deal with cast crew, you've got to deal with all these things, and you have a window to do it. If you don't okay. do it, it all
1: falls right, apart. do you know, um, <laughs> <do> you know, <laughs> Capital <laughs> Investment, Capital capital Investments, they do Capital Films, they did Paddock and Bear, yeah, they did right, yeah. So the guy that owns that, Sebastian Rook. He's my old client, Well, ah. still a client. So he lives in a really fancy place. And he would like, oh, Spence, he's a French guy. like, come and give him some training. And it's more like he just picks your brains on everything. And I was telling him, look, bro, you need to make a film on Marcus Garvey. Now, I don't know if you know who Marcus Garvey is. Marcus Garvey yeah. was a pan-Africanist in in the 20s, 30s, and 40s in America. That's yes, he's Jamaican. Why
2: have I heard of this?
1: He's um, like, all the Rastafarians quote this man. He was like, he's Jamaica's national hero, Marcus Garvey, he was an incredible human being. Um, from him, he spawned a lot. A lot of things got spawned off of the back of him. Right. You got the Back to Africa movement, which is in America was him. You got the Nation of Islam, they were spawned from him. Um, the Black Panthers, they were spawned from him. Um, the revolution that was led by Nelson Mandela in the early stages it was from the philosophies of Marcus Garvey and his teachings right. Marcus Garvey's massive and I was saying to this guy listen Sebastian and like I know I, I ain't talking his business, but I think his company made something like 17 million from Padua and Bear too. Mm-hmm. and I'm like what? 17 million? <laughs> right he's like yeah and and like we were, we were we were we were talking I said you gotta make a film about Marcus Garvey just winning one here. They went out there real. What do you know? Right? Uh, right? And they're making a movie now on, right. on Marcus Garvey. Who's they? Um, some American company. Right. But they're getting a guy from the guy who played Imbaku in, in Black Panther. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 That's what yeah.
2: I think i am yeah. sure I've heard of this. When he, this. Yeah,
1: you don't talk hoo, hoo, yeah. hoo. him, him. Yeah. They got him to they got him right to Oh I would feed you to my to my yeah, him, that guy. They got him to to play him. Um, and I was, and like, as soon as you saw that in print, he was like, why does his name ring a bell to me? They sent me, Do you know, this guy, Marcus Garvey. I said, yeah, because I constantly quote him. He's, he's got incredible quotes. Like I've, I've, I know about 200 of his quotes. Okay. Right. So, and, and I was like, you got, you got to make this movie. And when I mean, you see that it's being made. Nice, and I said, listen, any ideas that you get again, Spencer, you just come to me first. All right. Right. I was saying, oh, okay, cool, no problem. <laughs> but yeah, he's a really, really good guy. Really, yeah. really on the money guy. And you know what? The nicest thing is this is like, like I was saying earlier, like money is a great revealer. All it does is bring out who you are. Because I know when he was, he was broke, or supposedly broke, because he was already wealthy. You know where I'm coming with this? That he was, he was good people, come from good stock. It's like his mom and dad were kind of like, kind of hippies in France and stuff and he grew up like that. Like, really, really good guy. Really beautiful human being and a good guy to the fact like, there's a couple of people. Like when my mom chipped out. There's certain people who, who were like, properly there. Like really there. Like, you know, you know, you got that, um, the, the, the traveler, Alfie Best. He's worth lots and lots of yeah, coin. Yeah. Right? yeah. Alfie Best would be for me every single day. Yeah. Alfie Best said to me, Spence, when's your mom's funeral? I'm going to be there. I'm like, boy, Alfie. You know what I mean? He goes, yeah, I got caught in the morning, but I'm coming to the funeral. He came to my month's funeral. Lovely. Right? Now, I've, only, I've known this guy because of Les Brown, the motivational speaker. Because of Les Brown, I hosted Les Brown. And while I hosted Les Brown, Alfie Best was there. And so it's I've got to bring out- Back the networks. And yeah, exactly. So I had to bring out yeah. Alfie Best. So I'm there- and he comes up to me after, he goes, you know what, Spence? When you introduced me, you made me feel 10 feet tall. <laughs> he goes, take my number. And uh, cause he told the story like he, like, he came out of nothing. He, he, I know, Not I was nothing. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. That's his story. I said, that's your story. All right, cool. <laughs> right. And he built his empire. And I don't know, on paper, he's worth 700 mil, right? But I know it's more than that. Because you don't want to take a tax, man. You know what I mean? And you're a traveller, so I know what you're like, right? But anyway, but like, and he, he's just a cool guy. Always, Spence, come around the ass because he's a big boxing fan. Come around the ass, he just puts your brains and like, maybe it's because he wants to give out tips for people who want to gamble and fights and all the rest of it, but yeah. And so he come, he come to, he comes to a funeral. This guy, Sebastian Rook was going to LA on a plane, Spence, I can't make the funeral, right? just before he's jumping on the plane. He's walking through the corridor and I get a phone call. Like, right. He goes, yep, yeah, I know, sir. And he's with his partner as well. And he's like, yeah, and he's just talking through it and everything else. And it's little things like that. John Fury, Tyson Fury's dad, every day he's phoning me. I love John. Right? Every day he's phoning. How you doing, Spencer? Don't worry. Every day phoning me. And it's like, it's those kind of things. And you got all your 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 real your real pals, like, you know, in partnering crimes and that or partnering legality, like Twenty and and all, all the rest of the people that be phoning you constantly. But
2: wow. we spoke when I did yeah. the Tyson Fury thing I right. spoke about John Fury too and he's right. like a lovely guy exactly yeah. but
1: also but this brother here mate, I didn't know him from Adams but he was like constantly sending messages those little things it's like <laughs> yo, just little I don't seeing that like, oh it's this little freaking pest man <laughs> right? but, like, but no but these but, but these things they, they count because they help you and I had so many people who helped me along that way because that was my mum that chipped out, and I was actually suffering from anxiety. And like, usually someone like, especially like, you think like, Alpha oh, male, you know, I'm the guy, it? No, you're not. I was broken. My mom, my mom chipped out, and it's been two months now. I was, I was, I was broken. So all of the, all of the little when people were sending in messages, like, I mean, loads of guys from the comedy circuit, like, who we're, were really doing great stuff. Just the messages, just the, you know, what I mean, like. Lennox Lewis would like constantly like, are you all right? It's just those little things, and I'm yeah. like, and just to, for me to be real and say, no, I'm not actually. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be real with you. I'm not. I'm finding it difficult to sleep. Yeah. I'm waking up in, I'm shaking. I'm, yeah. i I mean, it's like I don't know what's going on right now, mm. but it's just those little things where you can go t- talk to people, and it's like on those things, like just to be grateful to show appreciation. And there's yeah. too many names. What I mean, too many names to call, cool, but I mean like. It's amazing how many people would, would check in on yeah. you. And it's 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 real, like
3: like death is real. That's an amazing network. Because they're yeah. genuinely caring for you yeah. to make that call. Yeah. It's not, they not are.
1: just yeah. Yeah, but when I, when I like but at the at a at a funeral, there would I couldn't believe it. Like Tony was saying like I was like this when I was in club, I could not believe the amount of people that came to my mother's funeral. Like people from the boxing um community, people from entertainment people, other sports. Like, I was, boy, I was really, really shocked. They're there for you, Spence That's the thing. Yeah. Like, you
2: know, you, yeah, you. you... you know what I mean,
1: like, Steve Bunce come out, Spencer Oliver. You know what I mean, my old nemesis, Dave Walker. He came when I when I saw those kind of things. It, it made me just realize, like, you got to continually be a good person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously, because when people are saying, oh, "Oh, well, he's lost them, he's lost his mum," and like. But it is. It's, it's more. It's more that, like, well, yeah. But it was just so many people that came out and like showed love. But this brother here, different gravy. So you know, like when you have conversations and you think, yeah, nah, he's a smarmy little bastard, really and truly, right? But it's just real, and because of that, I'm a, I'm appreciative of the realness. Do you get what I'm trying to say yeah. to you? Yeah. Um, because like, what are you saying? Oh, if you get us on our podcast, on your podcast, and do, 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 no problem. Yeah, cool. Here's the link. My producer will sort out the uh, Bob. And he came on, spoke about the show. And I was like, oh yeah. yeah it's Jimbo, which, like, all right, cool. Yeah. When I watched the movie, I just enjoy the movie. So I keep on watching it. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm like.
3: Yeah, you said so, you watch it four times. Yeah, I've watched it. i watched it
1: <laughs> maybe three and a half. I ain't finished it this time. Yeah, maybe about three and a half. But it's just there, because I just I like I just couldn't but not only that, because you know when it is like when you I'm a very vicarious person. You know what I mean? If you tell me you got ten million pound, I know you now. That ten million pound is actually mine. I'm sharing in that wealth. You may not give me one penny from it, but because you got it, I know you. I'm attached to that energy. That energy means that I'm part of that riches. Mm. This certain people, but well, unfortunately, people don't think to be vicarious. They think like, "Oh, why am I living through him? I'm a failure." But no, but if you're in touch, in if if you're it's tangible. Then if you're if you're if you're just like this, you can go to someone and say, "Right then, I don't want it. I want you to show me how you did it." A lot yeah. of people afraid to ask. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. I see this little thing. Like, I got this. I done this thing. Like, and loads of people posted it out in the boxing community, and I think it done like a million views on Twitter, right? And it was like, if you don't step forward, you're always gonna be in the same place. If you don't ask, the answer is always gonna be no. Yeah. And if you Don't go after what you want; you'll never have it. Never. That's never ever. That's very true. Never have. Very it. wise words. Right. So when you're around anything, everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a purpose, right? Everyone. Some people they tap to their purpose. Some people tap to their purpose from when it was about five years old. Do you know what I mean? Everybody has a purpose. Your purpose was not just to get up, go work a night to fight. Do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, worry about paying bills. Pay your bills. you just done it. Or go get a bigger house. I've oh, got to keep up to the Joneses. i oh, got... No. Your purpose, yeah? Your purpose is to be the best you. Because yeah. there's no such thing as a life better than your own. Because no one can't have your life. Yeah. Can't. That's but so what that. you can do, we can interact with other good energies and we can make this whole thing better. And yeah. when we're making the things better, then we are doing our real thing, what we've been born to do. And our real thing is to actually spread love. Mm. Do you know that? Yeah. That is it. Sounds crazy, but it's all you got to do, spread love. Yeah. You know I mean I,
3: that is so fucking true
2: I, and because, I, uh, I always say that too you don't I but just walking yeah. in and smiling to people and breaking like yeah, breaking, that... breaking the mould of someone in the day we, we do it all yeah. the time in like coffee shop and just little simple things like yeah. I'll go into a coffee shop and I'll immediately sense if like you know someone's doing this and that and I'll just like sometimes it's something stupid. I'll say, hey, you know, you know yeah, I'll, I'll do something stupid, but then the person will laugh just to kind of yeah. light their day up. And it's yeah. just,
3: it, it, in that, there's a spread of I love. I remember when you came to Bali and I'd been on my own for like a month and he was just chatting to everybody. <laughs> so Bali's beautiful, everybody. isn't it? It's lovely. Oh, and the other night, I was walking around London and I said to my cousin, my I said, look, I'm going to say hello. I'm going to make every person smile. Just walk past him. Because you can walk past like this, but I go, higher, hiya, And everybody smiles back, right? Yeah. So no. I said, Ah, oh. uh,
1: Bali, seriously. People are so nice there. They are, they are. They are so but, nice. On, on, where, like, where, do you, where do you stay when you're there? Changu. Okay. Batu well, Balong. No, what's the other place? Seminyak. No, Jim... Jim Brera? Jim... Oh man. Batu Balong?
3: Jim. Oh, Jim Brera. I, 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 yeah, I haven't been there, but I know what you mean. Badass uh, place, right? Yeah. I, but on, on, on that thing you're saying, like, yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine what it's like losing my mum, but the fact that you had that, all those people come for you, and the fact that you've got this community, because when I look... I got some, you know, I've been lucky enough, not through, as I've got a bit older, meeting amazing people, successful, wealthy, whatever, and I get from them personality traits. They've never, no one's ever given me anything apart from you. No one's ever given me a thing, but the, some of them are just such good people, and I get their personality traits from them, yeah. which is what you're saying. And yeah, I couldn't agree more about his work ethic, and that's why I just said, look, anything you ever want to do, Matt, I'm in. Like, I wasn't involved in the Duke. I acted in it. And then after that, I said, look, because of how highly I think of you. And uh, it's like, I remember a therapist I was seeing once said, James, you've got no community. Jim Baran. That's it. Jim Baran, yeah. yeah Jim it's amazing man. there, right?
1: Bro, sorry. T- I've still got you on there. Yeah. Saying, I was just saying, I had to go on my phone and flick through, go through the pictures, yeah. find out. Yeah. I, I lived yeah. there for a year. It's amazing. Bro, let me tell you this. The
2: people in Bali. Yeah. The people light you up every day. Remember the two women? to Mexico, yet? Yeah.
1: yeah what parts uh, been, um, what Cancun? Yeah, I've been Cancun
2: yeah. I've been Tijuana okay I've been remember the two women that was looking after us in Bali it's unbelievable they cooked they did everything oh, and yeah, she was yeah, just yeah, like yeah. everyday smiling light and I yeah. kept asking her what have you been doing today oh, me and my mum were praying this morning and we did this and it was like 7am you know, yeah. and they were coming to us and cooking yeah. us breakfast and yeah. they Indonesians were the most lovely people yeah. Yeah. they were just yeah. They, yeah, they the people in were it.
1: incredible and so much light. For my, 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 my misses, it's me and my missus there. And, yeah. Oh, in, in Bali? Yeah, in Bali. When were you there? Where were you? Yeah, you're a funny guy.
3: You said you? Yeah, me and my missus. Taking the picture. Was it? Oh, she, she, you took the picture. I thought you said you and her. I was yeah. the picture.
1: Oh, sorry. That's the wrong picture. I do show you that shit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That was me in oh, yeah, there. Yeah, huh? when were you there, Spence? When were you there? In Bali? Um, 2... two nineteen,
3: Right. Oh, no. No, we went then... Were
2: we then? Tw- it. we, we, it's just playing, a no, wicked place, 2020,
3: 2020 yeah, yeah. But at the end yeah, of
2: 2019.
3: Yeah. yeah. Early 2020. Oh, mate, it's been an amazing conversation, mate. I, I feel... Thank you so much for your time, man. I, I just want to know what's next, Spencer. Um,
1: uh, yeah. I know we're going to link up and do something. I swear yeah, down. Yeah, right, I, feel I can already. feel it as well, yeah. Right. yeah I know, yeah. one million percent. I know, because... Yeah. Cause, there's, there's too much to go around. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's too much to go around. You know what I mean? And I, know, I, just, I just know how this thing goes. You know I mean, I, just, I know, I know, I know because I can feel it. Um, and, you know, what really is it? Marcus Garvey said, like, God and nature first made us who we are, then our own creative genius, we make ourselves who we want to be. Follow that great law, put God in the skies as our limit and eternity our measurement. So eternity means forever. Forever means perpetuity. Perpetuity never, ever ends. Never ends. You know what I mean? So I'm constantly just keep giving out good energy. You know what I mean? Because it's that, that's the trick. You know what I mean? To keep us divided, to keep us, oh, no, nah, nah. You know what I mean? If we can just keep up that good energy and that good flow, then it's like, then, then you don't, you meet people and certain people you meet and maybe nothing would ever, flow from it. There's other people that you're going to meet, then you could get certain fruition from it. And how it goes is this is quite simple. It's like, I I, I truly believe like, when you live your true purpose, you're living your best life because you're living your true yeah. purpose. Yeah. And that is it.
3: And you know what? I think it's going to be really helpful. Like some some of the stuff you've said, we can basically... Put like that into sound bites, which I think is actually going to help people. And although social media is not good, they're going to see it on social media. So using something that's bad and all the stuff you've said that's good is going to actually yeah. be a really positive yeah. thing for the world. so Thank you, man. You've right. really it touched was. me
2: today. Honestly, I've, I, mean, yeah. I haven't. I, I've, it's been one of the quietest podcasts for me because I haven't said that much. I normally speak a lot, but
3: I know you're a bit watching, of a chatty bat. Yeah, yeah. I know. Right. I've just been watching it. I've just been. Like, to, I mean, you've been alright. You've
2: been, been talking quite a bit, <laughs> but I've just been in awe. Like just, just, just not, not even like the things he's saying. Just the energy, and like I said, just the. Then love, it's just love, man. It's I'm, love. I'm
1: just saying, like, I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful. seriously. I'm, I'm, yeah, because certain days it is hard for me. Um, but of recent, it's like, it's, it's, it's so getting better, mm-hmm. and it is. It's like being around good energy. Yeah, like usually you come and say, All right, then, boy, we're gonna do bits. Yeah, yeah, I'll be talking, I'll be mundane and blah. It hasn't been any of those kind of things it's been so enjoyable I've had such a good day
3: yeah. oh, and that's
1: the truth and I appreciate you guys so thank you very much oh thank man thank you very much thank that you, means a lot
3: yeah. wow what a legend
2: what an episode that's amazing oh, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how to end it you thanks for watching <laughs> listening, <laughs> subscribing yeah, on listen, the podcast that was amazing podcast. that's it's it
3: expensive here on. thank you very much thank you man blessed